Good evening and welcome in to the Front Porch Game of the Week featuring the Mount Pleasant Tigers taking on the visiting Summertown Eagles. Eagles, that's right. The Eagles, that's right. I am Drake Colley, and I am joined here by Coach Mike Lyles running the board for us. And uh, the, 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 the traffic gremlins have caught everybody in, else in the, near, so. in, in the very near future. We will be joined by Big Lou Maddox right here inside Mount Pleasant Gymnasium where the Lady Tigers and the Tigers will be taking on the visiting Eagles from Summertown. And uh, the Lady Tigers coach have a big task yes, at hand uh, taking on the Summertown uh, Lady Eagles or Eaglets, however, whichever they, they want, prefer to go by. Um, I know this. Uh, the, Lady Eagle, the Lady Eagles are ranked in the state. Uh, I want to say that I want to say they're tenth. I want to say does that, that yeah, sound about right? Some, I believe that right. sounds. They're I believe it. that sounds right. That, I'm, I'm I believe they're tenth in the state. Look them up real quick. As far as uh, I know, they've got like seventeen. They got a seventeen and six record. Okay. Right yeah, now. they're ranked tenth uh, in the state and um, and doing pretty obviously pretty well. And on the other side is the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers at eight and fourteen, zero oh and six in the district. And uh, they just came off a loss to Loretta by a score of seventy-one to eight. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty devastating. Yeah, that's, I don't care who you are. That's that's a tough game to play. Football, basketball, get, yeah. baseball, whatever sports yeah. you want to play, uh, a seventy-one to eight loss is uh, is pretty devastating. But hey, the Lady Tigers looking to turn it around tonight. Like I said, we are at. Uh, Mount Pleasant Gymnasium tonight in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, uh, sponsored by Murray County Public School Systems and our good friends at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, and Jeep. There you go. Is that it? it. it? Okay, I always (laughs) – man, they sell about everything over there. So if you guys – Almost. You guys need a new, a new one of those brands, or or even a, a, a terrific used pre-owned. They say pre-owned now rather than yeah pre-owned yeah rather than used. But, uh, they are also the uh, sponsor of the Strive to Drive program here in Murray County, which uh, is a terrific program, and 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 uh, uh, we just can't say enough about those folks at Columbia Crosser that. That do yeah. that 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 put up a brand new Jeep every spring for a, a, a this, this will be their tenth year. If okay, I, tenth if year. I, if I have my numbers right on that, this will be the tenth year that they've been doing that. And uh, they, and, and folks, if you don't know, Columbia Chrysler, out of the goodness of their heart, and because they love Columbia and love our community, they offer up a brand new Jeep, a Jeep Compass, Jeep Compass every spring. And it's not and every single <laughs> Murray County public school senior's name is thrown in the fishbowl and, and has a chance to win this Jeep. Has, has a chance, yes. They have to. They, there's a couple. There's a few things they have to do in order to get their name in, put into the bowl. But it's very, you know, one is, is perfect attendance each quarter. As long as you have perfect attendance that quarter, your name gets in. If you make the A B honor rule, you get in. If you finish your FAFSA, regardless of where your grades are, so if you just 
turn it in. You get that turned in. Right. So, uh, so you, the more criteria. The things, there, there's several ways to get in. By the time, by the end of the year, they have a chance to have their name at least ten times in that bowl. Right. Right. So, uh, well, that's you know, and and and, and like I said, the folks um, at Columbia Chrysler, <coughs> Columbia Chrysler, just do that out of the goodness of their heart, and um, and believe me, they've done it for ten. This will be the tenth year. And uh, this spring, a Jeep will be given away. And we've just been joined by Murray County Public Schools Athletic Director, Chris Pointer. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, gentlemen. And thank you for joining us. And we've, uh, we're have going to have a couple of hot contests tonight. The Lady Tigers have been taking it on the chin. They're in an extremely tough district. Uh, when you look at who they go up against uh, in the – women's division uh, side of this district with Wayne County number one in the in the state Summertown ranked around number 10 in the state uh, and Loretta not far behind and Loretta is, is I guarantee in the top yeah, 20 right they, uh, might, they might be in the toughest district in the state and, I one mean, of, and one of the most difficult probably in you know just when you look at basketball across the country 1A basketball I mean you can't yeah. get any tougher than that. I mean, and, and Coach Debose in his first year here, right? He's he's having to uh, implement his new system and get everything taken care of and get all the kinks out. And get it. His girls used to his style of coaching, so it's a learning process. But hey, we're up against our first break. This is the Murray County Public Schools front porch game of the week. Summertown at Mount Pleasant. Give us a couple of minutes, and we'll be right back. stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. 
member FDIC, and equal housing lender. At CSH, we know the sport of basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH supports all Murray County basketball teams and wants to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Welcome back into the Front Port Sports Game of the Week, which is featuring the Summertown Eagles visiting the Tigers of Mount Pleasant here in Mount Pleasant. And we'll have, starting at 6 o'clock, we will tip off the girls' game, which pits a kind of a struggling, I'm just going to lay it out there, Chris, just a struggling Mount Pleasant uh, girl squad right now, and uh, on the other side, we've got a, a surging and upward trending Summertown girls team. But as we said before the break, they're the problem that Mount Pleasant has is that they're just playing in an extremely hard district. I mean, with the, the likes of number one Wayne County, uh, the number. The likes of number one Wayne County uh, and Summertown. I mean, Mount Pleasant is. I mean, nobody wants. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're the best team in the in the state. It's still a tough district to compete right, in. Right, and, and at some point, you know, something changed with girls basketball at Mount Pleasant. You know, and it's very difficult to kind of pinpoint exactly what that was and when it was, but. You know, Mount Pleasant girls basketball has been one that's always, you know, that's been pretty competitive. And, you know, Mount Pleasant has always kind of, you know, kind of rained over teams like the Summertowns and the Loretta's. But at some point, you know, the Summertowns and Loretta said enough is enough. And, uh, I mean, if you go back and you look at what they're doing in those communities, their youth programs are top-notch. You know, and they're not just dominant in basketball. I mean, they're dominant in softball and baseball and volleyball. And they bring it in every sport. And they, and they can play with any classification. It doesn't matter if it's 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, whatever. You know, I think they they're, compete. 
I think they relish uh, taking on the bigger the bigger schools. Yeah. Do you, need, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, absolutely. The Wayne Counties and the Loretta's absolutely. and uh, Summer Towns. And I'm going to throw I'm going to throw Collinwood in there. I'm going to yeah. throw uh, a, a lot of these South Central, Middle Tennessee, Wayne County, uh, Lawrenceburg, single A schools, smaller schools. I think they relish taking on the big schools, the Davis versus Goliath type of uh, theme to it. And and if they if they get beat or, or get you know well, get I'm, shut I'm, down I'm gonna take they learn out. they learn something from it. They I'm take they take something from it. Summertowns and Loretta's of the world, they're not David's. They may be, you know, Goliaths in David's clothing, but they're not I mean they're just they're dominant. I, 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 I get I'm what just saying, saying I get what you're saying, but they're just they're dominant and, and the their IQ for the game their skill set, I mean, they may not be as athletic as some of the teams that they play, but what I always say about athleticism, it doesn't get you anywhere if you don't have the IQ or the skill for the game. So you're only playing at 50% optimal capacity when sure. you go up against the Summertown or, or Loretta. They're playing at 100%, and that's going to beat your 50% every day of the week. So um, just – just. but as you said about what Coach DuBois was doing, I think he's he's got a plan in place. He's got a great uh, development thing going on Saturdays uh, here in the gym. He's got about 50 kids, boys and girls, just getting developed in the game of basketball uh, and just working on skills. And he understands that he's playing. Coach DuBois is playing the long game. He knew what he was getting into when he took the job. Sure. You know, he moved his family here. He set roots here. And he knew that if he was going to be successful, in Mount Pleasant versus the Loretta's in the Summertowns. He had to turn it completely around. He, he had to turn it completely around. I mean, he had to turn that ship around, right, and yep. go the other direction yep. than it was going. And like you said, you know, these these communities like Summertown and Loretta, uh, Waynesboro, uh, when I was officiating basketball, the first thing I noticed, and this has been going on since the 90s, uh, as soon as – the halftime of whatever game it was, it was over, like in Wayne County at Waynesboro. And we were the, the halftime horn, the end of the second quarter, the horn blew. We were walking off the court to get up, going down to our dressing room between halves. What was coming out on the court? Little three, four, five year old kids. Yep. And, you know, little peewee leagues. Yep. And they were coming out there, and they were, and of course, Wayne County brings a pretty good crowd every night. They have a home team. And those little kids are out there playing basketball. And yep. what what does that what does that mean to a community? What does that mean to well that gives those kids a sense of performance, a sense of hey, I want to do this. They're coming to the basketball games to watch the big girls play or big boys play, and they want to do that when they grow up. And so they start them that early. So I mean, it just really creates this level of tradition, and it creates a pipeline. You know, without even knowing, you're really creating one. It's kind of like Central High School uh, in its heydays when, uh, you know, when our folks used to take us to go see Central play. And we would sit, you know, first two or three rows. And, you know, my grandfather had season tickets, you know, and uh, to the game. And, you know, kids, he coached in rec league ball. He would always go and support. And then he would bring us and other kids would come. And you would see those, you know, at the time look like giants running out on the floor. You just thought to yourself, like, hey, one day that's going to be me. And in the summertime of Loretta's, it's no different. I mean, uh, you know, those kids come to those games. These, you know, look, I mean, Summertown, it's more people here from Summertown than it is from Mount Pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right well, now, well, well for this girl, for, yes, for this girls game, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, 
and, and you see the crowd, and that just tells you already the level of support that they have. You see a lot of small kids, and I guarantee you that they're already thinking about, you know, that's going to be me one day. Uh, dressing out in summertime, sure. You know, these, and, and and being an eagle and running out on the floor and playing ball. These small children idolize these these high school players, and they want to be like them. They want to emulate them, and uh, and that's what they'll end up doing uh, at some point because the the numbers that Mount that schools like Summertown pull from. And Mount Pleasant pull from are very small numbers. Very small. So as compared to Lawrence County High School, uh, and and this is even this is even true in Collinwood and Wayne County, Clifton High School or Frank Hughes High School in in Wayne County, which mm-hmm. is Clifton, Tennessee, and uh, and uh, Waynesboro High School, uh, which is Wayne County High School. You know those numbers aren't that huge and great. You know the, the, the so. They have to start these kids young, and the the kids that they have in school, girls and boys, need to be able to play basketball in order for them to be as competitive and as good as they are. So they've got to start them at a super young age. Got to, and and, and I think that's what it takes. I mean, uh, you got well, you got really disciplined programs that are just bought in, man. I mean, these kids are bought in. They bought into the coaches. The parents are bought in, the community's bought in, and they accept nothing less than superior product being put out there time and time again. I mean, it's, I mean, and that's what it takes. And then you see these coaches, like, for instance, Coach Long is coaching the boys tonight. I refereed him in high school, all, all well, middle school and high school, all the way through high school, yeah. and now he's come back home to take over the head coaching job of the Summertown boys. And now, you know, he's got them playing pretty good basketball. And, uh, you know, you're not in these type of schools, you're not always going to have the superstar players year after year after year. But once every uh, every so often, once every six or eight years, you're able to formulate a pretty good competitive team. And uh, I want to say Summertown was in the state tournament couple years back two or three years ago so so i'll say this and i'm I'm gonna quote mike tomlin on this one but the standard is the standard and so when you set a standard at a high level no matter what type of team that you have the expectation is still the same when you go out there and compete And, and to your point when you have those years when you have a superstar you know one or two or three players on your team then you make a really deep run because nothing changes about how you approach the game right you know whether you know name players or you know quote unquote no name players you know you go out and get it done every single solitary day because that's the expectation you know you don't take days off you don't take plays off and you push them just as hard to produce the quality product that you put out there on the floor and when you do have those moments you you have a very special season where you make a deep run and uh, hopefully it ends up going to the glass house and another thing I think and, and just sitting here and looking at Mount Pleasant gym and this gym has been here a long time yep. and has seen a yep. lot of great basketball. Yep. A lot of history runs through this gym on W.C. Johnson Gymnasium. Uh, and he was a legendary coach in his own right in his day. But just looking around this gym right now, the floor looks terrific. Uh, the, the paint scheme is back up and everything's touched up. And, you know, and that's to the credit of the Murray County Public School Systems and the people here at Mount Pleasant. That 
to take and invest some money back into the sports programs that these Murray County schools have in order to draw younger children that are coming up from younger kids that are coming up from the middle school age into high school and people that are moving into the area. It's very important for these people and these children to understand how important sports is and how important sports can be to their lives if they get involved in it. Absolutely. So I think the, the, the first thing is, is, you know, this is something that we should have been doing, right? As a district, you know, we should have been, you know, on top of our facilities in the way that we that we are now. And, and again, kudos to, to Eric Perriman, Lisa Ventura, our school board. You know, leadership just kind of made up their mind and said, look, you know, we are going to have first-class, world-class facilities because our, our, our kids deserve the best. Our communities deserve the best. And, and a lot of time, energy, sweat, you know, has gone into trying to get the facilities just at a point, which oftentimes was on the backs of parents, fundraisers, just what have you, donors, sure. whatever. Scraping up, just scraping, trying to yeah, scrape, yeah, up, rubbing, scrape, yeah. scrape up enough money for to equipment, make it equipment yeah. maybe yeah. maybe new practice uh, practice jerseys and pants, yep. Yep. whatever, practice uniforms, whatever, warm-up uniforms, whatever the deal is. So, uh, you know, without having to go out and knock on doors, without with having the financial capabilities that just provided by Murray County Public Schools to these schools, to get this stuff done and quit talking about it and get it done. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. talk and, is cheap, right? I mean, you yeah. know. And, 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 again, I mean, Mount Pleasant is 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 as good of an example as any in, in the work that has been done and the transformation. Many people may not notice it, but when you ride in now, the baseball field has a brand-new outfield wall. Uh, they got brand-new lights, you know, and all of that ha- happened here recently. You know, we took down the fence. We put we took the old wooden pole lights down. They got brand new lights, brand new fence. This summer they'll have brand new dugouts. Uh, the football uh, field has a brand oh, new yeah. fence all the way brand around the new. whole the whole yeah. field, yeah, the whole they facility. Got, yeah, got we got at, we got concrete everywhere. They got bleachers that are no more than about three years old on the visitor side. So I mean, again, we're just taking pride in our communities, taking pride in our student athletes, and trying to give them the very very best. Well. And, Go ahead. And Go no, ahead. I'm just going to say, just from that point, then also being able to preach that message, too, to our, our coaches and their commitment to their craft and what they do to basically say, hey, look, you know, district office is all in. Communities, we need you to be all in. Coaches, we need you to be all in. Uh, student athletes, we need you to be all in. And, and it's I- fully committed to, to what you do every day out here, either on the floor or on the field. You know, the tennis court, the track, wherever it is, we just need you dialed in, giving everything that you got day in and day out. And when you do that, good things happen. Well, the bottom line is is that these kids who decide, look, playing sports for your high school, I always looked at it like an honor and a privilege. It right? is, yeah. So when these kids go out to play, when they come out to play tennis, when they come out to play baseball, softball, whatever the sport is, they're going to come out. And they're going to give it their all. You you expect uh, the coaches, the school, the administration, their their schoolmates, their classmates expect these athletes to give 150 percent. You know the old saying, 110 percent towards the sport that whatever sport they're playing. And the least we can do as a community and as a school system uh, is make the facility, update the facilities. 
to the best that we can possibly update them to. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think we have, again, we got leadership and a school board who is committed to that. Um, and and kind of going back to, to you know, that, you know, playing for their school, playing for the school is, is I mean, there's no, far, there's no greater privilege, I think, in the sports opportunities that you get than to play for the that name on the front of your chest. For these young ladies and these young men tonight to play for Mount Pleasant High School, sure. to play for those communities, these are memories that will never be taken away from them. This is something that they'll tell their grandkids about. And many of them will go off and come back and live in their communities, and they'll say, you know, hey, mom, dad, grandmom, granddad played for the exact same team that you played for. And, and, and that's huge sure. in a lot of ways for people to be able to say that. And just that tradition of being able to say that, you know, our family played for these schools. You know, we were down in Hampshire. We was interviewing uh, Melinda Gettner, and we called her unofficial mayor of Hampshire. But she was like a third or fourth generation Hampshire graduate and also an athlete at that, you know, you know, family members play sports there. She played sports there. She was a cheerleader. She's moved back to Hampshire. Uh, and so that's huge to be able to have that lineage, to have that conversation regarding – uh, your communities and being a part of it. And that's what makes, you know, s- small towns and just towns in general, even Columbia to an extent, Spring Hill to an extent, where you can say, hey, I grew up there, I played ball there, you know, which is pretty special. Yeah, and when they come back, you know, if they've been and, 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 and these kids, they go off to college for four or five years and then they might do something else for a few years and then might come back, say, eight or nine years removed from high school there and they're probably wondering and have probably stayed in touch with parents or family that's still in that area you know is Hampshire still there <laughs> you know is, right, is right. the gym still up is, yeah, it, is yeah. it still in good shape and when they walk back in and they see a newly newly repainted and sanded floor refinished floor try, try color floor you know and, and everything updated everything painted fresh and looks with a new shiny coat on it, you know, that makes them, That's I'd say that motivates them to get back into that program and help and do their part as part of the community yeah. to help bring that, that program along. Yeah, one, one, one good example of that is like Paul Lamb at Spring Hill High School, right? You know, Spring Hill always wrestles with, you know, like the location and, and community and, you know, everything about, you know, Spring Hill. But one thing special about Paul Lamb is when he took over that program, you know, I think it's been 10-plus years or better that he's had that program. But these kids have gone off, and they've started their own families. But now he's starting to get a lot of those kids, the kids he coached were are adults, and now they're, like, just flocking back to support his athletic program, whether it's coming to ball games and bringing their kids, whether it's, you know, financially, whether it's in-kind donations and contributing. Like, those things are very meaningful to programs and really kind of keep the lifeblood in it. Okay, we're up against the break. This is the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. And welcome in 
to Mount Pleasant High School. He signed up tonight's Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Drake Colley and Chris Pointer. Thank you all for tuning in here on WKLM 101.7 FM. And we are about to get underway with the girls' matchup tonight between visiting Summertown and the Mount Pleasant Tigers. These starting lineups for your Summertown High School. What are, what are, what's the mascot for Summertown? Eagles, the Eaglets. Summertown Eaglets. Eagles, the Eaglets. We've got number two, Carly Campbell, number three, Emily Brazier, number 10, Ansley Berlinson, number 12, Mia Dinwiddie, and number 32, Reese Wilson. Those are your starting lineups for the Summertown Eaglettes. And now for the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers, your starting five, number two, Ayana Jones, number 11 is Mary Rogers, number 22 is Addison Workman, number 23, Ashley Turner, and number 24 is Addison Sinset. We've got a really exciting matchup here for you tonight between these two programs. Yeah. Guys, I'm excited about it. Well, we've, we've had Mount Pleasant as on the game of the week uh, I think maybe twice this year earlier. Uh, and we've, at least we've seen them here and we saw them, I believe, at Santa Fe. And uh, I'm really kind of excited to see Summertown. Uh, they're coming out ranked number 10 in the state. Uh, so, uh, I've heard some good things. Yeah, so let's see what happens here as they Tip controlled the by Summertown real quickly, and they go up for two real quick and take an early lead. That was number two, Carly Campbell, who stole it on the breakaway and went up for a quick basket. Now, now Mount Pleasant trying to break the press. Yeah. Trying to fight over midcourt. Looks like Summertown comes out in a man-to-man. Mary okay. Rogers gets it up to Ashley case, Turner. Woman-to-woman, girl-to-girl. It's tipped behind the half-court stripe. Now working into the center of the lane is Campbell. She kicks it back off to Rogers. She puts up a three ball, and that one hits. Nice. Mary Rogers with a quick three to answer the early bucket from Summertown. It's going back the other direction. Block shot from Mount Pleasant. It's controlled by Rogers, and she will get it nice. back out. Nice block by Workman right there from Mount Pleasant. And uh, before they went down the court, it was missed. Miss Rogers hit that deep three as stolen away by Campbell again. She goes up yeah. for another breakaway layup, and that one's good. This time on the left side as Summertown regains the lead four to three. Seven minutes to go, first quarter, and trying to break the press again is Mount Pleasant, and it'll be a tied up called jump ball. And, and it's a really, it's a really show on. what you know Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers are made of. I mean, after the the challenging game on yesterday. Uh, yeah. To now coming back to another really tough team. Let's see how what type of grit, what type of fight they have in them. Um, a lot of things can be taught about life coming into this game. And let's just see what type of fight that they have and how resilient they are yeah. uh, in this game. Well, we knew, we know from previous games we've seen, Mount Pleasant has kind of a tough time handling the ball and getting the ball up to court, especially against full court press. They had a problem. Quick inbound right there from Summertown. Had a problem in Santa Fe, and it looks like they're having another pro another problem with Summertown's full-court man-to-man press. And that, that happens again right there is number three for Summertown, Emily Brazier, knocks the ball out of bounds on the inbound, trying to get it out to Rogers. It'll stay with Mount Pleasant. Still in the press, Summertown. It's a workman to inbound for the Tigers. She's losing time, almost a five-second violation. She finally gets it out to Turner. Turner will now work it up the floor for Mount Pleasant, fighting against two Eaglet defenders, and it's stolen away, but she knocks it out of bounds. Turner knocks it out. It'll go off of her hand and be Summertown basketball. Somebody needs to come up and screen for her. Why, they need to come up and help that screen 
screen that defender off of her, and then roll to the bucket. It's Campbell, backdoor cut on the pass, no good on the shot on the left side, but Mount Pleasant turns it over again, trying to get it out. Now it's tipped away by Turner and rebounded by Mount Pleasant's Rogers. Jones tries to get it up the floor. Now Rogers over to Workman, who puts up a shot, and I believe her foot was on the line. She'll go to the line for two. A deep two attempt. Three shots. Oh, they will call it three. Yeah, yeah she, was three. Out, she was outside the arc. So. Six to three, Summertown on top with six minutes to go here in the first quarter. First foul shot from Addison Sinsat. It's no good. Sinsat's second shot is up, and that one rolls out as well. Oh, that, one, that, that one went down and in and came back, back out, out, unfortunately, for Miss Sinsat. Third foul shot, and this one rolls off the rim as well, and it's rebounded by Summertown. It's Reese Wilson who comes up with the rebound, and she gives it off to Carly Campbell, who will work the offense for the Eagleettes. She passes it up the floor to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie goes down low to number 10, Ansley Bernlinson. She puts it up for two, and a five-point lead now for Summertown as Jones now brings it back up the floor. She puts up a quick shot. It bounces off the side of the backboard, and it's rebounded by Summertown going back the other direction. Campbell with the ball, kicks it back outside. Driving the lane, now kicks back out. Three attempt from Summertown, that one hits. Nice shot. Erlinson again on that shot. She's got five in a row now, 11 to three, your score, 520 to go first quarter. A little inside out there is. As Turner and Burlinson get tangled up, Burlinson goes to the floor, and a foul's gonna be called on Turner. Yeah, that was a long-range call. By I was going to say, that's, that uh, guy clear on the other end of but, the floor called that. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. That was a long way from the foul, yeah. but I do think there was contact there. Yeah. I do think there was a foul it was a good call. It wasn't I mean, necessarily a bad it might, call. It might have been, the problem might have been the two officials that were closer to the action and the contact didn't make the call. That's yeah. why he did. Brazier inbounds to Campbell. She puts up a shot. And then another quick turnover and a basket for Summertown. That was Dinwiddie on that shot. 15-3 with five minutes to go. Just, just like that, right? Yes. And just like that. And it's a 12-point lead with five minutes to go here in the first quarter. We'll take our first time out. Stick with us. WKM 101.7. Offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. Welcome back into Mount Pleasant High School. 15-3 is your score. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant, our first matchup tonight. Mount Pleasant really struggling to get the ball inbounded in the backcourt. Now they're working the ball at Cincinnati. She gives it off to Campbell. Actually, that's Jones, excuse me. Now down to Workman on the post. She puts up a shot from the right side, and that one hits. And that's that's Mount Pleasant's that's what they need. go-to player is, is Workman. Campbell now works it back around the 
perimeter. The shot put up by Brazier is no good. It's rebounded by Jones. Now Jones somebody needs to come over and help her. If, if we look at the score, she, she came across the timeline, half court. They double, Summertown double team. She picks up her dribble, but all the Mount Pleasant players are over on this side of the court. They need to come to her and help that guard out right there to get rid of the ball. Tia Webster in the ballgame now for Mount Pleasant, as well as Olivia Riggs for the Summertown Eagles. Campbell with a jumper from the baseline. That one's no good, and it's going to be tied up with Webster and Brazier. Jump ball called, and it'll stay with Summertown. Brazier will inbound it for the Eaglets. She gets it out. Three ball from Riggs. That one's off the mark. Stays with Summertown. Back out. She kicks it back over to Riggs. Actually, that's Campbell on the three ball. That one has hit from the same side. Summertown uses that penetration drive, draws the defense to the free throw lane area, and then they throw out to the out outside the arc uh, for the three-point shot on the left or right side. Right now they're working the right side of the free throw lane outside the three-point arc. Burlinson back in for the Eaglettes. As well as number 34. That's a live ball. They should be able to do that, right, if it's a live ball, right? I think the ball was out of bounds. I don't think. I, I thought she scored, and then they tried to do it. Well, even, even if you score, you cannot step on the line when you have oh, the ball. Oh, she stepped yeah. the line, yeah. Riggs hit a, hits a three. 342 to go first quarter, 21-5. to five. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Jones will bring it into the front court. Still Someone working against the press. It. She needs some help. Since that, now over to the corner, Jones. Since that, now... Kicks it back over to Rogers on the right side. She's looking for somewhere to go with it, being worked on by Riggs, and it's going to be tied up and another jump ball, looks like, and it's going to stay with Mount Pleasant this time. Yeah, I just, you know, you just have the feeling that Mount Pleasant is just, they're just not working hard enough to help out their guard to get open to move the ball. Jones working on Brazier into the front court. Kicks it into the corner to Sinsat. Now she tries to go down low to Webster in the post. And it's knocked away by Schaefer. You know, and it's one of those things, too. Is, I mean, it's, I mean, you almost can't be frustrated as a coach. I mean, you kind of know what your personnel is. But it's like, you know, you're already into the season, and it's like trying to develop another ball handler <laughs> now is almost, well, almost virtually impossible. And you almost just got to take your lumps and just, you know, Stolen away by Schaefer. Use each moment you can as a as a as an opportunity to, for the future. I guess I don't. I mean, Riggs from the corner, no good, and it's going to be tied up again. Another jump ball is going to be called, and it'll stay with Summertown. Yeah, Chris. This part of, and, and part of this is that you know you talked about earlier uh, a basketball IQ and, and, and stuff. These girls still are thinking their way through things. They're not reacting well and, and, and stuff. Like you said, uh, Drake said, you know, coming to, come to help their guard when they're in trouble and stuff like that. They're just not thinking that quite yet. And that's got to develop if they're going to improve. Workman in the corner as Burleson hit a corner three just a moment ago to make the score 24-5, to 2.34 to go first quarter. Foul on number three for Summertown. Goes on she Brazier. Reaches in and puts a shoulder on Mount Pleasant. Guard. Yeah. 
Rodgers inbounding the ball for Mount Pleasant. Gets it in to Zareen Jones, who has entered the ball game for the Tigers. And she loses it out of bounds. It's tipped off by Brazier and will stay with the Lady Tigers. It'll be Rodgers to inbound again. 2.30 to go first quarter. 19-point lead for the Eaglettes. Workman with the ball. And I'm not quite sure why Workman hasn't had an opportunity to get after the ball earlier. You know, she's probably the best ball handler they got on the team. Yeah, absolutely she is. Riggs steals it away, drives down the floor, and gets fouled on her way up on the left side of the basket. And she'll go to the line for two shots. Yeah, Workman is definitely their uh, scorer. They look to her to score, rebound. Uh, Size-wise, she's probably the biggest teammate on the floor right now. So they're probably trying to keep her a little closer to the goal if they can. Um, but I think I think all of Mount Pleasant can work hard to try to get open and get and get get to the ball. Just get the ball across the line and try to get some offense going. Riggs hits one of two from the line, extends the lead out to 20 points. Now into the front court is Jones. She her pass is stolen away. That was just telegraphed right there. Burleson yeah. tries to get it over to Burlinson, and it goes out of bounds and a turnover for the Eagleettes. And also, too, unfortunately, when you play against a team like a Summertown, a team like a Loretta, and you, you understand where your challenges are at Mount Pleasant, sometimes it can be a little intimidating. And uh, you put your position, yourself in a position that's like hot potato, like I don't want the basketball. <laughs> I'm going to try to get rid of it as quickly yeah. as I can. Well. You know? Rogers crossed the court to Sinsat on the left side. She kicks it back out to Jones, being worked on by Campbell, who just back entered the game for the Eagles. She kicks it over into the corner. Jones. Back to Rodgers. Rodgers being worked on by Runnels, who's entered the game, and it's going to be tapped into the backcourt by Campbell, but regained by Jones. She'll bring it back up. You can tell that Summertown does a really good job in their man-to-man -man of sagging, sagging between their their man and the ball and the ball. So they're always in that passing lane. Uh, they're already always ready to go the opposite direction with the ball in case the turnover happens. And man-to-man -man defense is what you have to play if you're going to play at the next level. So why not learn it now and have these kids prepared to play high-level basketball? No. I would probably say the only time Summertown goes into a zone is when the ball's being inbounded underneath the opponent's goal. Emma Holler and Ashley Turner enter, enter the ball game for the Lady Tigers. It'll be Turner to inbound here after the pass was batted out of bounds by Summertown. They get it into Workman. Workman gives off to Turner. Turner at the top of the key, being worked on by Schaefer. She tries to drive the lane, now kicks back out to Jones. Jones being worked somebody, on by Runnels, and now it's almost tapped out of bounds by Schaefer, and Turner tries to save it but steps on the line. As tight as as tight as they're playing man-to-man -man out the top, out at the top of the key, I'm just surprised that Mount Pleasant isn't trying to set some type of screen at the top of the key and, have, and let, it, let, let the guard drive down the middle of the lane. Quick three shot from Burleson. That one's no good. Carly Campbell on the rebound. She takes it back inside to Burleson. Now they kick back out to Riggs. Riggs for three. That one hits. Yeah. Actually, that was Emma Holler. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, the reason Summertown is ranked number 10 in the state because they've got about three to four girls that could consistently hit three-pointers. Carly Campbell on the steal. She goes right back down the floor and puts it up and in. defense. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> You play great defense and can knock down threes on a consistent basis in in basketball, especially women's basketball. You're going to win. You're going to win a lot of ball games. A foul this time on 
Braley Burleson. It's her first of the ball game. 24.4 seconds to go. 30-5 to your score. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. And the press from Summertown is just absolutely eating Mount Pleasant alive. And had Workman caught that ball, she came down. Her foot was on the out-of-bounds out out line. Turner to inbound, tries to go all the way down the floor. I think she was trying to go to Workman, but it's stolen away by Holler. She gets it down to Campbell. Backdoor pass to Schaefer in the lane. She puts it up and in for two. That, comes, that type of pass comes from a lot of practice. My goodness. A lot of fast break practicing and, and a lot of practicing from the Summertown team. Tipped out of bounds by Runnels on the inbound. And Turner now will inbound for Mount Pleasant. They're trying to get open. Can't find anybody. Finally finds Workman. Eight seconds to go. Workman's going to have to hurry. And it's stolen away by Schaefer again. One second to go. And she does not get it off, I don't believe. No, it won't. At the end of quarter number one, Summertown 32, Mount Pleasant 5. Stick with us here at the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School. Side of tonight's Murray County Public Schools game of the week. 32-5 is your score as we enter second quarter action. Turner's going to kick it out to the corner. And it's going to be batted around. Turner back with the ball. Goes over. Now back to Turner. Tries to get it to, but Brazier steals it going back the other direction. She puts up the layup. That one's no good, but she gets fouled on the shot by Gracie Felty. Yeah, that's kind of a double no-no by 21 for Mount Pleasant. She threw the ball away and then on the fast break committed the foul on the layup. The only way you could have the worst turnout is if she had made the layup. <laughs> I mean, True. really, that's... Your ass accurate. I mean... Brazier misses the first foul shot. Here's her second. That one is good. 33-5, to 7.40 to go second quarter. Turner will bring it back up the floor for the Lady Tigers. She's at the top of the key. Now over to Holler. Holler being worked on by Burleson. She needs to get out of that hot spot. Okay, she got out. Foul's going to be called on Summertown. And Summertown are one of these teams, and they'll play as physical. They are taught and coached to play as physical as they can play and as physical as the refereeing and officiating will allow them to play. You see what I mean? Yes. So that's like that's a second foul on three. She's out front guarding the point guards. 
And she's she's being physical, but she's also been called for two for two fouls. Drake, in, in situations like this where the game is getting is already out of control, do officials have a little sympathy and kind of call it a little tiger? Yeah, well, it would that kind of unspoken rule, maybe. Well, when the game is pretty much already decided after the first quarter, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rule of thumb in this situation as an official is you want to protect the shooter and you want to protect the rebounder. So, in other words, you want to look for fouls on the shooter and fouls on the fouls on the rebound. And players of that position, proper legal guarding position on the shooters and players that have the uh, proper position on rebounds. And you want to protect them uh, from unnecessary fouls. Crazy here goes. You can get through the game without someone getting injured. Brace here goes back to the line, hits both free throws, extends the lead to 30 points, 35 to 5. Rogers now being worked on by Carly Campbell, and it's going to be stolen, but she steps on the line, it looks like. Yeah. And it'll go back to Mount Pleasant. She got a little bit of a shove there from the Mount Pleasant player after she stole the ball and was going down the sideline as she turned up and down to go to the front court. She got a little bit of contact and that caused her just to step on the sideline. Cincinnati inbounds to Turner. Turner drives the lane but loses the handle on the ball and Brazier comes up with it going back the other way. Goes across midcourt. Carly Campbell fakes a three from the left side. Now she drives the lane kicks back out to Burleson. Burleson crossed the court to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie under the basket and loses the ball and it'll stay with Summertown. 6.33 to go, second quarter, 35-5. to five. Your score, Summertown, on top of Mount Pleasant. Brazier inbounds to Burlinson. Kicks back to Brazier. Now back to Burlinson at the top of the key. She's being worked on by Jones. Goes inside to Dinwiddie. Now back to Burlinson on the left side. She'll take it all the way across the floor. Brazier for three from the right side. That one hits. Yeah, yeah like I said, Summertown has about three to four players that can just step back and nail the three. Would they get a clean look at the bucket? Turner finally works it across midcourt, loses the ball. Campbell tips it away, regains control of it. Now she'll drive, kick it over to Sinsat on the right corner. And a shot from Turner is off the mark, but she gets fouled. And this is a little touchy thing, and, you know, players are allowed to roll their waistbands right now. But if you look at just about all the Summertown players, you can see their drawstrings and their shorts hanging down. They're tied in bows there in the front. And me as an official, we're always taught we need to stick those, get those get those strings stuck back in the shorts so nobody, a defender doesn't, a hang, doesn't hang a finger on it. Good way to break the finger one. back. Uh, tear a ligament in the finger just because you've got your uh, drawstrings hanging out of your shorts. There's so, a lot of them with that too. Yeah, see them all right? We can see. Basically the whole team. We, yeah. And those need to be stuck back. Those officials really need to tell them to stick it back in. Burleson missed a three, but she intercepts the ball on the inbound from Mount Pleasant and goes right back up for two more points. 35-point lead now, 40-5 to for Summertown. Turner gets it across midcourt to Rogers. Rogers tries to go back inside, but a foul is going to be called as Turner puts up a shot. That's off the mark. 5.24 to go second quarter. 40-5 to five is your score. Summertown Eagle Ants on top of the Lady Tigers. 
It'll be Turner to inbound for Mount Pleasant. Wow. Trying to find someone to get it Five into. She's running out of time. She tries to go off of Dinwiddie's back, but Dinwiddie catches the ball. Goes right back up the floor. Carly Campbell going to oh. drive the lane and very close to being an intentional foul by Tia Webster there. She holds her back from the basket. I would almost think about counting that. But I guess they're gonna, no, they're going to give. There is no one. There's no. There's I know. No that I know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's about intent too, and she was intent on putting that ball up. Reese Wilson goes up, misses the shot, but gets fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Yeah. So Summertown has scored forty. Is going to score forty plus points in the first eleven minutes of this ball game. First shot from Wilson is good. And the running clock is only when, Drake Collie? Uh, well, the coaches can agree to do it at halftime if they'd like, but by NFHS rules, which is the National Federation of High School rules, it starts at the beginning of the fourth quarter. 35 points in high school, 25 points in middle school. Turner is uh, trapped there, and a timeout's going to get called by Mount Pleasant. We'll take one as well. Five minutes to go, second quarter, 42-5, to five, Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with 10 Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. 10 Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School, the sign of tonight's Murray County Game of the Week, where the Summertown Eaglets hold a 42-5 lead over the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers here as we have five minutes to go in the second quarter. Just a uh, some some frustration from Mount Pleasant, you know, starting to boil in. Absolutely. They really can't, they really can't do much. I, they really can't, and uh, Summertown is a fine uh, basketball team, and... Um, Talent-wise, skill level-wise, Mount Pleasant is just is challenged. Workman working around the right side gets it off to Tia Webster, but it's going to go off her as it's batted back into her face by Burleson. It goes out of bounds, and we'll go back to Summertown. I mean, the, what Coach DeBose faces is, is probably half his team that has played very little organized basketball. Yeah. Carly Campbell with a three from the top of the key, and guess what? It hit. I don't know what Summertown's three-point percentage is tonight, but I would say they're probably five for six, six for seven, something like that. Tia Webster loses the ball out of bounds. Another turnover for the Lady Tigers. Coach Laws, that's a pretty good percentage. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty high, pretty no, high shot. Saying, I think they missed two all night. I mean, you know, so. and, and hit the other six or seven. So I'm just – I'd take that all day long. They break out the entire bench, does Summertown. Riggs brings it up the floor, kicks it over in the corner to Runnels. Now back over to number 13, Blackwood, who's entered the game. Schaefer down low, puts up a shot. That one's no good. Rebounded by Runnels. She puts it back up on the right side. That one is good. 
47-5 with four minutes to go here in the second quarter of play. Workman will bring the ball back into the front court for the Lady Tigers. Kicks it over to Rogers. Being worked on by Schaefer. Huge size disadvantage there for Mount Pleasant. Turner now with the ball at the top of the key. Tries to drive the lane. Now kicks back out to Holler. But it's tapped around. Turner comes back up with it. Still being worked on by Burleson. Burleson goes down low to Workman. Workman puts up a shot, and that one does go. Cuts the lead to 40. 3.25 to go second quarter. Riggs back over to Blackwood. Now down low to Runnels. She puts it up and in. 49-7. to seven. Three minutes to go second quarter. And that's very textbook on how you beat a zone defense right there. Penetrate the middle, look for your slashers. Easy layup. Holler with the basketball for Mount Pleasant. Looking for somewhere to go. Doesn't have anywhere to go. Finally goes cross court to Turner. Turner kicks it out to Sinsat. Sinsat back to Turner in the corner, and it's knocked away by Schaefer. Out of bounds. It'll stay with the Lady Tigers. Turner will inbound for them. Trying to get it into Sinsat, and it's tapped away by Burleson again. Turner to inbound once more. Can't find anywhere to go. Finally gets it into Holler. Holler right back to Burleson, who's going back the other direction. She's going to drive the lane, try to do a reverse layup. Going under the basket, but gets fouled. And they'll call it on the floor, but Summertown in the bonus. She'll go to the line for a one-and-one. One. Braley Burleson going to be at the stripe to shoot the one-and-one. One. Ayanna Jones and Zareen Jones now in the ballgame for the Lady Tigers. First shot is off the mark, but it's going to be rebounded by Runnels. It's being worked on by Workman. She gets it off to Blackwood, who stumbles, puts up a shot. That one's no good, but she does get fouled, and she'll go to the line for two herself. 2.31 to go second quarter, 49-7, Summertown on top. Riley Blackwood at the line, first shot, bounces off the front of the rim, no good. Well, one good thing is Mount Pleasant girls are just one point away but with two and a half minutes to go in the first half of what they scored completely against Loretta last night, which was eight points for the whole game. Well, there you go. So there's always a silver lining if you look hard enough. Moral victories, Drake. Yes. 50-7 to seven as Blackwood hit her second free throw. Tries to go inside to Turner, does Workman, and it's too hot for her. Intercepted by Riggs going back the other direction. Riggs with a three ball. Should have been a foul call there, but it wasn't on Turner. Shot was no good, but it's rebounded by Summertown. Blackwood now with the ball. Goes across the floor, and it's intercepted by Ayanna Jones. She's going back the other direction. Puts up a quick shot. That one's no good. Rebounded by Schaefer going back the other way. She kicks it over to Burleson. Burleson left-handed layup. That one's good. 52 to 7. Minute 45 to go in the first half. Ayanna Jones kicks it over to Turner. 
Turner's pass is tipped back to herself by Schaefer. She goes over to Zareen Jones, being worked on by Riggs. Riggs kicks it over to Turner on the right side. Now Turner over to Sinsat. Her shot from the corner, a three ball. That one's way too powerful. Now back down the floor, Schaefer, an easy layup. Hits. Yeah, I mean, even, even though Mount Pleasant missed that three-pointer, at least they moved the ball around, got it to the got it to the open girl, and she got a good clean look at the look at that shot. She just couldn't knock it down. Ayanna Jones drives the lane on the right side, puts up a layup, and it's good. So there you go. Nine points for the Mount Pleasant Tigers under a minute to go. On the other end, Burleson with a three ball I mean, from the left side. It hits. I'm telling you, if you all haven't seen the Summertown girls, it's the first time I've seen them, but they are some. They are a three-point shooting machine. Ayanna Jones bringing it back down the floor for the Lady Tigers. Kicks it over to Workman. Workman's pass is tapped away by Schaefer, but Turner comes up with it. Now back over to Ayanna Jones. 28 seconds to go, first half. Ansley Turner kicks it over to Sinsat. Sinsat now to Workman, driving the lane, no good. Gets her own rebound, puts it back up on the left-hand side, and that one does hit. 57 to 11 with 13 seconds to go. Pass to Burleson is barely caught, and it's going to be Summertown basketball as it's tapped out of bounds by Zareen Jones. 9.6 seconds to go here in the first half of play. Riggs to inbound for Summertown. Gets it out to Runnels. Now back over to Riggs. Three ball, no good. And it's going to be tapped around. Rebounded by Runnels. Now back over to Blackwood who shoots the three ball. That one's no good. And that will end out the first half of play. At the end of the second quarter, Summertown holds a 57-11 lead over the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers. Stick with us. We'll be, more, we'll be back with more right after this. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week. Sponsored by Murray County Public School Systems and Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Fiat, Ram, and Jeep. And uh, halftime of the Mount Pleasant Summertown Girls High School game with Summertown, the visiting Summertown Eagleettes winning ahead, excuse me, ahead 57-11 to 11 over the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers and Murray County Public Schools Athletic Director is with us, Chris Pointer. And Chris, you've got some special guests from right here in Mount Pleasant. I'm gonna let you take it away. Yes, sir. I got Coach Derek Boyd here, um, Athletic Director, Assistant Coach for the Boys Basketball Team. Coach Boyd, you got two players with you. Who you got? I got uh, Gavin Alderson and Quinn Johnson, both seniors on the team. Welcome, Gavin, and welcome, Quinn. Uh, Coach Coach Boyd, you know, we are in getting ready to approach what I call the third phase of the season. Uh, you know, you kind of got your regular season, then you get into your district play, and then you kind of get into the playoffs. Where Where is this boys team sitting currently, and uh, what do you like about your, your, your chances going into the tournament? Well, first I'd like to uh, wish Coach Crowder, hope he's feeling better. He's out with COVID, and we hope he gets back soon. Absolutely. Be the leader of our, our team. But we're sitting right now tied with Lewis County in the play-in game. So tonight's game's a big game. The next two, this one in uh, Giles County. But I, I do feel like that we're playing much better than we did early in the year. We've won four out of six. Uh, didn't play particularly well last night at, at Loretta. Uh, they got a good team, good young team, and uh, they kind of took it to us. Uh, we're hoping that we can uh, – play a little better tonight and just kind of move forward to that third season because that's when you want to be really playing well. Uh, fellas, as, as seniors on this basketball team, you know, kind of what, what what is your expectation for the season uh, and, and, and what are you saying to your teammates to kind of get ready for today's game? Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just telling them play hard, stay composed, don't get them too mad, don't get in your head. If you miss a shot, on to the next shot. Don't worry about it. So wh- how do you like your chances for the nice game? Uh, I feel like we're going to have a good game. I'm, I believe in my teammates and how good we are. I know we can work together. And I believe we can actually win this and pull through and make it far in the playoffs. So so what is what has probably been one of the most memorable things about this season so far? Just getting a hoop with my friends. Yeah. Um, getting, them, getting to know my uh, teammates better. Enjoying my last year with my friend Gavin, and let's just have fun. So, as as seniors, what what future plans do y'all have uh, after this season? What what plans do you have? Uh, well, I'm well. I just committed today to Cumberland University. I knew that. I football. saw that. I was hoping you was gonna say that. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I try to throw you that alley oop uh, to see if he's gonna yes, go sir. get it. Yes, sir. So Cumberland There's University. None, none, none other, underneath, I got some. I'll be right back. So Cumberland University to play to play football. You excited about that? Yes, sir. So 
they recruited you, they signed you. So what what position are you going to go play when you go to Cumberland? Uh, anywhere on the D line. Anywhere on the D line. Yes, sir. What about you, sir? What, what's your plans after after you graduate? Um, I'm hoping to go to TK Homewall for engineering and stuff like that. So you like engineering? Yes, sir. That's good stuff. Well, gentlemen, uh, super proud of you guys. Uh, super proud of what the future holds for you all. Uh, you make Murray County Public Schools proud uh, and definitely proud for, for the work and things that you all are doing every day. And, and having folks around you like Coach Boyd, Coach Crowder, pushing you guys is is is. It's something that we we are proud of as a community and as a school district. Coach Coach Boyd, uh, getting ready for tonight's game. Uh, what what are we what are we in for? What can we expect out of these Mount Pleasant Tigers today? Well, I think we'll play much harder tonight than we did last night. You know, uh, not having your leader there with Coach Crowder there makes a big difference in my opinion. When you when you've been used to things he's done all year. Uh, we do work closely together, so I've been in contact with him the last couple of days on uh, some of the strategies and things we'll do. Hopefully, we'll better get it up down the floor and, and get a lot of pressure on them and uh, keep Burleson out of the scoring column too much. We know it, we know he's going to score, but we do, you know we don't want him in the mid twenties or something like that. I also want to say that uh, just going forward, that a lot of people may not know the district tournament's going to be hosted at Mount Pleasant. Now we had uh, we're supposed to be at Columbia State. And uh, we had had a little problem there, I guess, with the change of athletic directors, and maybe the schedule got uh, mixed up a little bit or something. But so the district tournament's going to be here. So we just want to make sure that we're playing well enough that we're here playing. You <laughs> that know? you're here playing. Yes, and, and they get to play on this new gym floor. So oh that's man, it's great. I perfect mean, timing. Oh man, it's been great. We appreciate everything you've done to to, to get us some new facilities, and uh, looks great. Uh, got people already coming in bid to, to resurface next year, and. So, so we're excited. And I'll say this: uh, sometimes you worry about your kids getting up after the way we got beat last night. But uh, I think we'll be ready playing Summertown. I, th- I think our kids will be up and ready, be ready to play. Well, good deal, fellas. Uh, as seniors, keep being leaders. Uh, push your team tonight. Go out and play hard. Uh, prayers and good luck to you guys on 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 your future plans and endeavors. Obviously, you got business to take care of tonight uh, against Summertown and. And good luck to you, Coach Boyd. I know you'll have those guys ready and prepared. Yep. Thank y'all for being on and uh, looking forward to seeing y'all play. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Coach Boyd. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with the second half between Summertown and Mount Pleasant girls basketball right here on 101.7 FM WKOM. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. And welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School, side of this week's Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Drake Colley and Chris Pointer momentarily. We're about ready for the second half of the ladies' game here, and we're underway as Workman inbounds it out to Ayanna Jones of Mount Pleasant. 57-11 to 11 is your score, and right off the bat, it's stolen by Brazier going back our direction, and she goes to the rack on the left side. And is fouled on her way up. She'll get two shots. And just, you know, it, it's got to be, to be coach to Bose, it's got to be so frustrating. Just a simple bounce pass between teammates is stolen. And that's just. Every you know, time, really. That's just a lack of focusing on taking care of the ball, period. You know, telegraphing your passes to the defense and just not taking care of the ball. It's, it's. Brazier hits her first foul shot. And hits her second. 59-11 to 11 with 7.50 to go here in the third quarter of play. Ayanna Jones brings it back up the floor for Mount Pleasant. Hands it off to Workman, being worked on by Campbell. Gives it off to Turner. Turner over to Ayanna Jones. Now back over to Workman on the right side. Workman being worked on by Brazier, and it's going to be stolen by Campbell. Campbell, she gives it off to Brazier, right back up. Left-handed layup. That one's good as the Eaglets break 60 points. Ayanna Jones working the offense for Mount Pleasant. And that one is tapped out of bounds by Summertown. And as this game gets a little bit out of hand at the 48-point lead now for Summertown, we have a, have a guest and a, a legend in his, own, in his own right. Zeke Cannon has come on the broadcast to uh, kind of fill up a little space here, Zeke. Uh, Summertown girls, Summertown girls looking pretty good, aren't they? That's always, you know, they they shoot those threes like nobody's business, don't they? I mean, they must have they must have eight or nine, ten threes in the first half. That's what they do, you know. They drive, drive the lane and dish it out, find the open three point shooter and give it to her and fill it up. They're you know they're very very basic, but you know. That three has become a basic staple in the uh, summertime arsenal. Yes, and, <laughs> and and just and now basically just a fundamental type offense in, uh, and it's very effective for them too. And, and nothing, nothing complicated, nothing yeah. su- 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 super sophisticated. The three is always effective if you can make it. <laughs> live by the three, die by the three. That's it. That's it. So they usually live. Zeke, yeah. Drake Colley, I think, got it right when he said a legend in the, in the own right. Talk to us a little bit about kind of your, your upbringing, your background, what school you came from, and its significance in the Mount Pleasant community history. Well, I, uh, from Mount Pleasant, you know, born and raised. You know, I played uh, basketball at, and went to high school and. One through twelfth grade at uh, Mount Pleasant Clark. Do you, do you know any of those Frierson's? 
I, I know all the Frouses. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you end up playing any ball with any of them, with any of those guys, on any of those brothers on your team? Wayne Frouson was a year behind me in high school. We okay. played together. All right, all right. You said you went to Mount Pleasant Clark. Mount Pleasant Clark. So, a, so what is Mount Pleasant Clark? Mount Pleasant Clark was a uh, black school in uh, Mount Pleasant that closed in 1969 after integration. And so what happened with the school? Because it wasn't at a Haylong school? Haylong was the white school in Mount Pleasant. Haylong uh, closed uh, a year after Mount Pleasant. Uh, when, when Clark closed, all students from Mount Pleasant went to Haylong in 1969-70. Uh, and in 1971, 70-71, Mount Pleasant High opened. Now, did you play for WC? No, I never played for WC. Ooh. I played for Mr. Uh, Willoughby Baker. All right. So, so tell us about your time at Clark High School. Those, those, those teams at Clark. Because you know, I saw, I saw a post on Facebook uh, a few days back. You posted about Clark High School and y'all's legendary team run at that time. Well, uh, a few days back, I didn't post about uh, my team. I posted about the uh, 1973 Mile Pleasant High. High team that won was the first team at Mount Pleasant High to go to the state tournament. Yeah, that was the uh, period in uh, Winston's Main Street. Now I did play uh, on a uh, district championship team in Clark uh, in 1968. 1968. 1968. Clark High won the uh, district 22 championship. That's when all schools in Murray County was in the same district, along with Franklin. Along with Williamson County and Murray County, all schools in the same district, old 22nd district. Okay, uh, you want to give us an update here, Lewis? Yeah, we're... we've got about four minutes to go here in the third quarter. 63 to 13 is your score. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Up by 50. Yes. And both teams, both normally the mercy rule, 35 points, begins at the start of the fourth quarter. But both courts, the coaches have agreed uh, to let the clock run. Uh, continuously to only be stopped during timeouts and during free throws. Schaefer drives back down the court, puts up a shot, no good, rebounded by Felty. Going back the other way is Ayanna Jones for Mount Pleasant. She crosses midcourt, and it's intercepted by Schaefer. Coming back down the floor, right-handed layup is up and good. 65-13 to 13 with 3.18 to go here in the third quarter of play. Ayanna Jones brings it back across the midcourt stripe, working on Riggs, almost intercepted by Blackwood. Gracie Felty now being worked on by Blackwood. Gives it off to Turner. Turner at the top of the key. Schaefer defending. She drives the right side of the lane. Puts up a shot. And it's blocked by Schaefer and will stay with the Lady Tigers. So, Zeke, talk about the that tournament of yours that you just mentioned. That you talked about all the teams in Murray County or in this area were in the same tournament? Yeah, all the teams in Williamson and Murray County and were so, in the same 22nd District uh Tournament. So in that 22nd district, you had Columbia, you had Mount Pleasant, Summertown, Santa Fe, Hampshire. No, Summertown, Summertown was. I mean, that's Summertown, I mean, Hampshire, uh, Mount Pleasant, Spring Hill, all those teams. Yes. And so who was the better of all those teams back then? In 60, in 68, we were, uh, <laughs> we were ranked uh, three going into the tournament. And uh, when did Clyde Le- uh, Lee Fowler come along? Lee Fowler came along. He was playing. He was playing in 60, uh, 68. He was a uh, sophomore. Okay. 
And so back then, I mean, even y'all were beating up on Central at that point, right? Or or Carver Smith. We played Kyle Smith every year. But we we played Kyle Smith every year. We beat them twice that year. Uh, we played Central in the uh, finals of the 22nd District Tournament in 1968. And we, won, we, won, we beat them to win the uh, tournament. I think Clyde Lee was playing for them. Lee Fowler, you mean? Lee Fowler. Excuse me, I keep saying Clyde Lee. Lee Fowler was playing for Central then. Yeah. he was uh, Like you said, he was a sophomore that year. Drake, yeah. what did you play? He, he might have I was 80. Uh, he might have been a freshman. I tried to age you. Yeah, I, I think he was a freshman. I was about 78 to 81. Yeah. I got you. And I played for Columbia Military Academy. Did you all? Did you, you all didn't play against CMA, did you? No. No, I had yeah. Of course, back then, CMA had the postgraduate uh where they would come back, kind of a, yeah. a freshman, a freshman in college, college could age. play for CMA. Yeah, and they they were kicking everybody's tail all over. The, <laughs> they really, they really were. Yeah, wow. they were they yeah. were bad. They were yeah. mean. They'd play other military school and uh, some college team freshman team. They used to play Swanee. What is what what is some significant history about Mount Pleasant that folks listening on the radio wouldn't know about that you think is important to share? Um, Mount Pleasant used to have, and you know, continue to have no some. Now, used to have a good basketball program. Both, both Halo and Clark had pretty good basketball programs. Of course, we played Halo. We ended up playing. Never played them in regular season, but the first two years we were in Twenty Second District, we had to play Halo, and we beat them both times. Um, Any famous athletes that you recall coming out of this area? I don't know what you call famous, uh, you know. Uh, Zeke, Zeke's Zeke, pretty famous. Zeke, you know, Zeke, I don't, Zeke, you know, Zeke's best, pretty famous. The best, you know, I, I believe probably by, you know, the best basketball player that came through Mount Pleasant might, might have played with me. His name was Joe Gaines. He went on to be the uh, still the uh, leading rebounder ever played at Belmont. There you go. Yeah. Okay, we're approaching the end of the third quarter. Go ahead, Lou. You can take us the last 10 seconds. Yeah, we've got about eight seconds to go. It's Iona Jones driving the lane. She puts up a shot. No good. Rebounded by Riggs. Riggs coming the other direction. Cross-court pass to Burleson, and she'll run out the clock at the end of the third quarter of play. Summertown on top, 79-13. to 13. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin for the fourth quarter right after this. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School to sign up tonight's Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. Summertown Eaglets on top of the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers, 79-13 as we enter the fourth quarter of play. 
And a quick three ball from Summertown as we rejoin you here in the fourth quarter is off the mark. And it's going to be a foul call on Summertown over the back call and the rebound. And it's going to go back over to Mount Pleasant. It'll be Cincinnati inbound out to Iona Jones. 7.30 to go. It's a running clock here in the fourth quarter as Summertown holds a 66-point lead over the Lady Tigers of Mount Pleasant as Iona Jones comes back down the floor. Zareen Jones. And they'll have to stop play as a ball you know, from the court comes onto the floor. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the balls that the cheerleaders throw out at halftime to the crowd. And, you know, that's... Undoubtedly, Bunny, one of the worst ideas, promotional ideas ever at a high school basketball game yes. is to throw little bitty basketballs to kids to let them roll them out on the court as play's going on. It's a whole new lineup in for Summertown. As Iona Jones loses the ball going out of bounds, and she's going to be fouled driving the lane. Foul's going to go against number 23. Ella Bubby. 6.30 to go, fourth quarter. The inbounded out to Rogers for Mount Pleasant. She drives in looking for someone to go to. And Somebody finally, has to move to get open. And it's going to be taken away by Bubby. She goes back down the other way, and it's going to go off the body of Jones, and it's going to roll around. A jump ball is going to be called, and it's going to go back towards Mount Pleasant. Number two, the other guard for Mount Pleasant wanted the ball from Rogers once she picked up her dribble, but she just stood there. You've got to move either towards the ball or away from the defender that's covering you in order to get open and receive the pass from a teammate. Ayanna Jones now gives it off to Zareen Jones, now inside to Tia Webster. And a foul's going to be called on Summertown here. 5.40 to go, fourth quarter. Still a 66-point lead for the Eaglettes. 79-13. I don't think they'll get the century mark, so uh, they being Summertown. Yes. Yes. Bubby brings it down the floor. Rogers strips it from her. Now going back the other way. She'll try to control. Gives it off to Ayanna Jones. Now down to Zareen Jones on the right side. She's going to get trapped. And kicks it back out to Ayana. Still a little, a little bit lane. chippy, a little bit chippy, a little bit chippy. And a foul is going to be called on Summertown as we took under five to go. This trail official was taking his, his own sweet time getting down the court closer to the play, they which he needs it. to be. To Tia Webster and another jump ball is going to be called, and this time it's going to go to Summertown. Uh, Very one-sided game here in our first matchup. The fouls are the team fouls are even. Yeah, there you four go. Four to four. Three ball from Summertown <laughs> off the mark, and it's going to be rebounded by Tia Webster, but knocked out of her hands. I believe it should be Mount Pleasant basketball as a player for Summertown is going to get injured. It's number 33, Hannah Jones, who's just come into the ball game, and now will be replaced. 4.20 to go fourth quarter. Summertown inbounds it, and the three ball is hit by Gabby Long. 82-13 to 13 now. 
as we take under four to play. Ayanna Jones with the basketball. Kicks it over to the right side to Zareen Jones, and she'll hand off to Rogers. It'll go off her foot, and a backcourt violation is going to be called as Rogers touched it after it went to the backcourt. Now an entire new line going to come in for the Lady Tigers. Workman and Turner back into the game, as well as Gracie Felty, as well as Emma Holler and number 44, Brianna Nutt. And I know these officials are running for this game to be over just about like everybody else is, but you cannot, you cannot stop officiating. Do not swallow the whistle and allow too much contact to happen because that can turn into an uncontrolled basketball game. Yes. Or out of control basketball game. Three ball from Gabby Long. That one's no good. Rebounded by Summertown. Another three. That one's no good as well. Rebounded by Summertown, and now a fight for the basketball. And a jump ball, I believe, is going to be called. Going to go back towards the Lady Tigers. Now, and the action needs to stop on the whistle. A little continuation action after that tie-up ball. But two and a half minutes to go in a 60-point game. Workman out to Felty, who shoots the three. That one's off the mark, and it's rebounded by Blackwood for Summertown. 2.30 to go fourth quarter, 82-13. And a floater put up by Gabby Long is no good. It's going to be rebounded by Summertown once again. They'll kick it over. Another three attempt, no good. It's rebounded by Workman. Now she's going back the other way. On the right side, looking for somewhere to go. Gets it off to Holler. Mm. Definitely walked there. One called, and Turner now puts up a shot. And she'll get fouled on her way up and go to the line for two. Like I said, 60-point games, two minutes two minute to go, running clock. Uh, some things the referees just let go. First foul shot from Turner. This is no good. Minute 40 to go, still counting. And the second foul shot from Turner is off the mark as well. Rebounded by Long going the other direction. She'll kick it out. Three attempt. That one's good. Ella Bubby on the three ball. 85 to 13 as two more coming to the ball game. Even the second the stringers Tigers. struck a pretty nice three. You yes. know, I mean, they don't they really don't miss a beat. Now they don't they they haven't been on point like the starters have, but. Zareen Jones and Promise Frazier into the ballgame for the Lady Tigers as we tick under a minute to go. And it's going back the other direction now, a turnover for the Lady Tigers. Driving the lane, Summertown puts up a shot. That one's good. Very nice. Drove between two, fender, two, two Mount Pleasant defenders, laid the ball up and in from the right side of the go. 74-point lead for... The Eaglettes, Bubby coming back the other direction, working on Zareen Jones. She stops, pulls up. Two ball, no good, and it's going to be rebounded by Summertown twice. And finally fouled on the play is Chloe Heatherly. She'll go to the line for two as we are now at about 20 seconds to go in this one with a continuous clock. 87 to 13, a 74-point lead for Summertown as this one is all but wrapped up. Now 10 seconds. 
Might not even get the second foul shot here. Well, the clock should, well, they really should stop there for free throws, but they're going to let just let it run on out. And that'll do it. She hit the second free throw there as your final score in our first matchup here tonight. 88-13, Summertown defeats Mount Pleasant. The Lady Tigers take a loss here at home. We'll take a quick timeout and get you ready for the guys game right after this. At CSH, we know the sport of basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH supports all Murray County basketball teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. You're listening to the Murray County uh, Basketball Game of the Week, brought to you by Murray County Schools and by Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Plymouth, and Jeep. We are currently in between games. And uh, we are waiting uh, for both teams to get warmed up here. So we're going to go back, hear some, hear some more uh, commercials from some of our great sponsors, and we'll be back shortly. Uh, stay with us. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. for the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, and we're broadcasting to you live from the W.C. Johnson Gymnasium, and we have with us Coach Rob Johnson. Are you in relation to W.C.? I am not. I am not. Sorry. Do people ask you that on a consistent basis? (laughs) Well, you know what? If you were, you'd be a fortunate, lucky man. (laughs) Uh... Well, you know, the Summertown girls, pretty powerful team. Yes, they're consistent. I and, mean, they're, uh, they're good year in, year out. And, you know, think about Mount Pleasant. The Mount, Mount Pleasant girls is unfortunately this year, and pretty much every year, the district that they're, we find, they find themselves in is incredibly, almost unbelievably strong. You have. I mean, you look at Name them all for me. So you got, I mean, we have Lewis County and Giles County, which is a bigger school than us, but then you have to face Summertown and Loretto, which are normally two of the top probably four teams in the state, and they're in your district every year. In the state of Tennessee now, folks. We're not not just talking Middle Tennessee. We're just not talking South Central Tennessee. Right. We're talking about the whole state of Tennessee. Matter of fact, what was it, two years ago they met in the state championship? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, out of the same district. Yes, out of the same district. Now, is Wayne County in that district also, or no? Uh, I'm not sure if they were in that one at the same time or not. They're not this year. Uh, no, not what, this year. Wayne County is not in that same. Right, district. they're single A this year, and, they, and they're number one in the state. They are, they are, and they are they're incredibly deep as well. I mean, and uh, as we were watching Summertown play. Of course, teams live and die by the three, right, by seeing the three. But that penetration dribble and then that, that kick out to the open three-point shooter, and the thing about it is it's not like Summertown has one or two 
three-point shooters right. they've got. Maybe five or six on the they team do, yeah. that can knock that three down on a consistent basis. So they're, I mean, you saw as they substituted, it didn't matter who they put in. The system was the same, so the shooters were in the same spot. And they're, I mean, you know, first team, their second team, even their kids on the end of the bench, the system is all the same, and they're still shooting just as well. It was and as an opposing coach, you just sit there and scratch your head and say, I, I, you know, are they ever, A, are they ever going to beat us? Right. And B, how many, how many shooters, how many good players do they have to keep coming off the bench? Right. They're, like I said, I mean, they're, they're consistent. So, and, and that's and that's why they're ranked, what, like number 10 in the state yeah, or something good. like that. Yeah. So, uh, so if the people listening out there to the to our broadcast on 101.7 FM WKOM, this is our game of the week. We're talking with Coach Rob Johnson. And the, unfortunately, we were on the, Mount Pleasant was on the receiving end of, yeah. of, a, of a pretty substantial defeat. But, uh, from every from every dark cloud, I guess there's a silver lining, and I mentioned they they have more points than many uh, almost double their point out, out point out output from last night. Right. I mean, so yeah. that, that's a good thing. Yes. Against a Loretta team that's very tough and always tough. Yes. Uh, so you know we just have to get it to the point where, and, and Chris and I were talking about this earlier. We have to get to a point where the Mount Pleasant area are bringing young ladies up from a small peewee type young right. age level, right? Yeah, they're developing in grade school. Right. And and, and I told and I told Chris, I said when I was officiating basketball and we would travel down and, and call Wayne County, as soon as the sec as soon as the second quarter ended and we were the officials were heading we were headed down to the dressing room for a drink of water or whatever we needed, towel off. Guess who was coming out on the floor? Yeah, they'd have four, five, six-year-old kids right. were coming out at halftime of the ball of the girls and the boys game to play a little pee wee right. game, running skills. And and what does that get? And what does that do? That motivates these young adolescent children that are sitting there waiting to go out and, and do their thing, and they're also watching these older kids who they idolize, and it might be their older brother, sister, right. cousin, whatever, and that that motivates them from a very young age to get involved in sports and be a part of the program. Yeah, they, and don't you think that's what don't you think that's what all school, all communities yeah. could use? I'll say it's it's a community building process because they all feel like they have a, a part to play, not just in not just on the team or, or their school, but in their community as well. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, I told Chris, I said I said playing when I was growing up, playing a sport for your middle school or high school or whatever it was your school was an honor and a privilege, yes. and I think, I think, overall, you have to, as as a school and community, you, you kind of have to push those those kids that are doing keeping their grades up, attending school like they're supposed to, going to school like class like they're supposed to, and being part of the team and contributing. You have to kind of. You have to kind of put them on a pedestal and make them feel special. You know what I mean? And say, you hey, you're doing, hey, you're doing the right thing. You gotta, yes, you have to recognize when the kids are doing well because if you don't, then they won't do well anymore. That's just that's and, just how it is. Well, and so hopefully, with all that being said, you know things 
in this community with more people moving into the Middle Tennessee area yes. like they are. And the numbers of these schools starting to pick up and grow because people are moving here. Uh, if that culture is set in that direction, hopefully the basketball squads and the and the and the win loss column, especially in the win, those numbers can start to they'll correlate rise. with those numbers going up. Don't yes, you, that, I mean, I think they will. I think they will. You know, our girls this year. You know, they've had a like three coaches in three years. They're playing hard. They, they're getting better. Um, you know, a lot of it is just they don't have the same amount of skill. Okay. They don't. And that takes a lot of time to develop. It doesn't happen in just a season. Got so you. I, I think they're, they're definitely progressing. Obviously, it's not right. as fast as we would like, but it's happening. Well, you know, Coach, there's only one way to go from here, brother. And that's up. That's right. Up. That's okay. Up. We've been talking with Mount Pleasant coach Rob Johnson. We've got about three minutes to go before the boys tip off. We're going to take a quick break. This is the Buffalo Sports Game. Game of the week. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. All right. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey, 
And welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School, the site of this week's Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Trent Colley and Chris Pointer, along with Mike Lyle. And uh, we are here for our second matchup of the night between Summertown and Mount Pleasant High School. This one's going to be a good one. The guys game here about to start in just a moment. We're going to have some starting lineups in just a second. And I'm really excited about this one. And I'll tell you what, like I told you guys on the break, during the break, I promise you and I promise the listeners that this next contest between Summertown Boys and Mount Pleasant is going to be much closer and a better contest than the girls' game was. Yeah, you know, uh, I guarantee you. Summertown got the 74-point win against the Lady yeah. Tigers in yeah, our first matchup of the night here. So hopefully this one will be better. Now for your starting lineup tonight, starting with the visiting Summertown Eagles. Number 11, Weston Pig. Number 2 is Cole Campbell. Number 22 is Jackson Bennett. Number 25 is Grayson Burleson. And number 32 is Kurt Burleson. Those are your starting lineups for tonight for the Summertown Eagles, the visiting team. And now for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Your starting lineups is number zero, Kevin Cooper. Number four is Nick Brown. Number 12 is Hayden Holt. Number 23 is Jaden McClure. And number 34 is Gavin Anderson. It's going to be a really, really good matchup. Both these teams are matched up in their records. That'll be Alderson. 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 We call it Alderson. Yes. And Mount Pleasant will be in their home team whites with red trim, red lettering, and Summertown will be in the visitor dark blue with white, white numbers and some white trim on their jersey tops and some white stripes on the bottom of the leg shorts, the, the pants there, so here Tips we go. controlled by Cole Campbell for Summertown. They're working around the perimeter. Weston Pig now cuts back across the floor. So number 25, Grayson Burleson. Now down low, defending his Alderson. A quick bucket. That one goes for Kurt Burleson. First bucket of the game as Summertown takes a 2-0 lead. Yeah, that looked good. He, he got the ball on the left side of the goal on the baseline, about six feet out, took a couple of dribbles, positioned himself right up underneath, and just with pure strength pushed the ball up and threw the, threw the hole. Alderson with the ball working on Burleson. Now kicks over to Campbell. Excuse me, Hayden Holt. Now back over. And it's going to be lost out of bounds by number 23, Jaden McClure, and we'll go back the other direction. Yeah. Jaden McClure has had offers from Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Colorado to play football already as a freshman on the table. Reminds me a lot of myself back in the day. I believe it. That's who, that's, that's who I thought about when yeah. I saw all the yeah. Facebook posts was Drake Collins. Academically, not athletically. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm Academically. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Shot no good from Campbell going back the other direction. Oh. McClure puts up a shot now. Alderson with the rebound. He puts it back up and in. 6.45 to go first quarter, and we're tied up at two as Cole Campbell brings it back up the floor, being worked on by Nick Brown. Burleson now drives the lane, hands off to his brother. He puts it up on the right side. And Burleson for two retakes the lead four to two. Yeah, I would say those two guys have played a lot of basketball against each other, and uh, mom and dad have probably had to come out in the backyard and break them up a couple of times. That's Nick how Brown. they got better. That's right. 
Brown sets up the offense at the top of the key. Hands off to Alderson. He'll take a long two. That one's no good. Rebounded by Holt. Now back to Alderson. He puts it back up and in. All four points to start out scored by Keyshawn Alderson. Number Gavin 34. Alderson. And he reminds me of an old school number. Somebody used to wear 34. Quick three ball from. Say it again. I'm sorry. I said 34 from Mount Pleasant. Reminds me of an old school player that. Stephen Cooper takes it to the rack and answers the three from Alderson. Let me guess, Drake Collins? No, Charles Barkley. I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you. Man, I was tall and gangly. I I didn't have any weight on me. Jackson Bennett gives off Burleson. And a charge called. Alderson takes the charge and gets it. He sold it. As Burleson goes into the lane, he'll pick it up. Six to seven, your score. Mount Pleasant down by one with 5.30 to go here in the first quarter. Keevan Cooper will run the offense and bring it back up the floor for the Tigers. I actually think if the, he was in such bad position, had he not failed, it would have been a block call. <laughs> Nick Brown drives the lane, gives off to McClure, but it's taken away by Burleson. Kurt Burleson, and it's going to be brought up back up the floor by Cole Campbell. Nick Brown just needs to go on up with that shot right there. There's no reason to pass that ball off one foot, two feet from the goal. Just go on up with the ball. Yeah. Jackson Bennett hands off Burleson, now tries to go down low, and it's going to be lost out of bounds by Summertown. Weston Pig lost the ball out of bounds, and it'll go back over to Mount Pleasant. And Cooper will bring it back up the floor. Under five to go first quarter. Summertown up seven to six. Nick Brown being worked on by Campbell. And now switches back off to Burleson. Double team goes down to Alderson. Backdoor cut, Keevan Cooper. And McClure couldn't handle the pass from Cooper. And it's going back the other direction. Burleson, he kicks it off Campbell. Long two from the right side is good. Yeah, McClure needs to be ready for that pass right there. Anytime you're an inside player, interior player, you should always have your head up and be ready for the quick Short shovel pass. Now it's McClure down low. He gets a shot blocked. Now Alderson goes back up with it. Misses that shot. Now McClure goes back up. Misses the shot, but he gets fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Nine to six, your score. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant with 4.16 to go here in the first quarter. What do I always say, Coach Mike? The the glass is our friend. You're in that close. Go up strong, two hands, put it on the glass. You're going to get more friendly bounces that way. You got that right. They're just trying to lay it up and in, which is what Mount Pleasant was trying to do. They were just fortunate to get foul on their third attempt. McClure doesn't connect with his first shot. Here's his second. That one does hit. And first sub going to come in for the Tigers. It's number 21, Takiri McClure, brother of Jaden, who goes out. First here for the Tigers. Kick it back out to Cole Campbell. Seven to nine year score as we tick under four to go. Cole Campbell drives to the rack. That one's no good on the left side. It's rebounded by Alderson. Gavin Alderson gives off to Keevan Cooper. And he'll work back up the floor on Jackson Bennett. Alderson, free throw line, two-pointer, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Cooper. Back out to Alderson. He goes up, puts up a shot. That one banks off no good. It's going to be rebounded by Kurt Burleson. Put it on the glass. Mr. Alderson, I guarantee you'd have a better chance of that ball going in. Long three from Cole Bennett. No good. Rebounded by Summertown. Three ball attempt once again by Burleson. That one's no good. Rebounded by Bennett. Burleson 
Passes off to Burleson, and a block this time is going to be called on Alderson. And you're right, he did not get that call. That one, that one was actually more of a charge than the one he got. I think, I think so, too. I would agree. I think the initial one over on the right side, the first one was a block, and that, that was a charge. But I don't have the stripes on, so what do I know? Kurt Burleson goes up for a shot and gets fouled by Takiri McClure, his first of the game. Actually, they'll say the foul's on Alderson. And Alderson in the corner is on the floor and hurt. He'll get subbed out by Harden Hughes. And in case you're tuning in late, Mount Pleasant's head coach is out with COVID. And filling in for him is Coach Derek Boyd, who has had a stint down here. He's the athletic director for Mount Pleasant, and he's had, had a stint before being the head coach yeah, at he, Mount Pleasant. He was a longtime head coach so down here and he knows, successful head coach. He knows too. exactly what's going on uh, as he is coaching, working on coaching the Mount Pleasant Tigers to victory tonight over summertime. Burleson goes to one of two from the line. A 10-7 lead for the Eagles over the Tigers. 3.22 to go first quarter. They'll go inside to Harden Hughes to the Tigers, and his pass is going to be taken away by Burleson, who kicks back down the floor to number 42, Leighton Shannon. Shannon kicks across the floor to Cole Campbell. His shot no good. Rebounded by Burleson. Kurt Burleson goes right back up for the two-pointer and scores it. And on behalf of all of us here at WKOM 101.7, we wish Coach Crowder a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Hayden Holt with the ball in the right-hand corner. Goes down to Harden Hughes, who goes up, puts the shot up, and scores. 12-9, three-point lead for the Eagles now as we have 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. Burleson goes behind his back, now goes down low to Bennett, and that one is put up with the foul and scores. Weston Pig with the and one. He'll go to the line for an extra shot here. Now, I think Mount Pleasant has been without Bennett Hughes for the last couple of games. He's had uh, an illness that he could not compete, and I don't see him tonight. But I think that's his brother, number 25. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. Bennett um, Harden. Harden. Harden Hughes. And Bennett is their normal point guard and okay. shooting guard, which they are without tonight. Jaden McClure and... Gavin Alderson checked back into the ballgame for the Tigers. Foul shot from Pig is good. 15-9 is your score with 2.30 to go in the first quarter. They go down the floor to the Tigers to Hunter Holt. Now back inside, Jaden McClure. He puts up a shot. That one's blocked away. Rebounded by Alderson. A fadeaway jumper. That one's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Harden Hughes. He'll kick back out to Holt. Holt now gives off to Alderson. And Alderson will give back up to Cooper, who goes down low to McClure, but it's tapped away by Pig, and will go back the other direction. Campbell pass to Burleson. Burleson almost loses the ball, kicks over to Campbell. Campbell drives the lane, goes back door to Burleson. Kurt Burleson up for two on the left-hand side and extends the lead to eight. Summertown looking looking to push the ball up the floor, looking to play a higher-tempo-type a high, higher offensive ball game. 
Holt with the ball in the corner. Tries to go to Alderson and loses it to Gavin Burleson. Going back the other direction in the corner to Campbell, and it's going to be knocked away by Cooper. Going back the other direction is McClure. He drives through the lane, puts the ball up on the right-hand side, and scores it. A tough layup for Jaden McClure. Gets the Tigers back within six. Bryce didn't get a uh, foul on Yeah, on it, looked like, it looked like there was a lot of body contact right there. <laughs> Kurt Burleson with a long two-point jumper right there. That one's no good. And it looks like a foul is going to be called here on Weston Pig. Got tangled up with Jaden McClure there. And that will be the call as Nick Brown checks back into the ball game for Keevan Cooper, I believe. And Coach Long for Summertown complaining to the official about a push in the back on a rebounding series on Mount Pleasant's offensive end as they were putting up multiple shots. Harden Hughes, the big man, brings it into the front court for the Tigers. Alderson kicks over Holt in the corner. Three ball, no good. Rebounded by Gavin Burleson. He'll go back the other direction. Gets past Holt, drives the lane, kicks out. Burleson now back over to Campbell. They go back inside to Kurt Burleson. He will try and put up a shot. He's blocked away by Nick Brown and Alderson. It's tipped away. Gets his back his own board. Goes back up and gets the and one to go. I believe Alderson's going to get called for that foul, and he will. Yeah, Mount Pleasant just unfortunate in that little series right there. The ball rolled right in and out of their hands after after the shot was missed missed by Summertown, yeah. and they just couldn't couldn't get a hold on the ball. It rolled back to Summertown's bonus, and he puts it up, gets fouled, and now gets the bonus. They get a really good block, and then they just kind of stopped and looked at the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and Summertown grabbed it and scored. Yeah. Under 40 to go here in the first quarter of play. The foul shot is hit 20 to 11 is your score as Alderson comes back the other direction and it's tapped away by Campbell on the breakaway. He'll go to the line. It's blocked by Nick Brown. Beautiful block by Nick Brown. A backboard slapper coming back the other direction. Alderson gets the rebound. He'll go up for a shot and gets fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Nick Brown was trailing, was trailing the fast break there uh, for Summertown. And the Summertown guard laid the ball up off the glass, and then Nick Brown came from behind, fully extended, and slapped it off the backboard. It well, was actually hit it before he hit the backboard. Okay. Because if, he, if he hits it after the backboard, isn't it, only, isn't it a goaltending? Oh, no, only, only if it's reached its peak. It's not oh, good. Okay. Only if the ball reaches its peak. You can, okay. It can lay up and be on its way up off the backboard, and you can still block it. Okay. But if it's reached its apex peak and are on its way down from off the glass. You cannot touch it. Alderson goes one of two from the line. It's rebounded by Gavin Burleson. Into the game for the Tigers is number one Michael Dole. They break the press of Mount Pleasant and now a three ball from Summertown is going to roll off no good. Rebounded by Burleson. He goes right back up. That shot no good and now a jump ball between Burleson and Alderson going to be called and we'll go back towards the Tigers. T. Alderson needs to find, need, they need to find big, that big man, number 32, and put a body on him so he could yeah. not come in there and get that rebound. Holt now drives the lane, puts up a layup, that one's good on the right-hand side at the buzzer, and it will count, I believe, 
And at the first, the end of the first quarter of play, it's the Mount Pleasant Tigers trailing the Summertown Eagles 14 to 20. Stick with us. We'll be right back for second quarter action. One stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School inside of tonight's Murray County Public Schools game of the week. Summertown on top, 20-14 to 14 of the Mount Pleasant Tigers as we enter the second quarter of play. It'll be Summertown basketball as Campbell brings it into the front court. Kicks it over to Bennett. Now down low to Burleson who loses the handle on the ball and it's going to be taken away by Alderson. Kicks over to Keevan Cooper. Down the floor to Dole. Dole high off the glass. Puts it up and in. Yeah, 16-20, to 20, four-point ball game. Beautiful transition basketball right there is... Mount Pleasant broke free and freed up their lead guard there to catch the ball and just lay it up and in on the fast break. Campbell, deep three hits. Oh. And deep from the deep corner right yes. there. Beautiful corner three right there yeah. from Cole Campbell. And now Nick Brown loses the basketball, and it's going to go back the other direction. But Burleson... Takes a goofy dribble, loses the handle on it, and it's going to go out of bounds off of Summertown back to Mount Pleasant. 23 to 16, 7 08 to go, second quarter. Kind of yeah. bad decision right there from Brown to drive into yeah, traffic. I, I, I basically took, give him the ball. You took the words out of my mouth, Chris. He, he was on the left side, uh, right side of the goal, and just drove right into two defenders and picked his dribble up. Right, the worst thing you could possibly do. Nick Brown now drives the baseline, tries to go up for a shot. It's no good, and it's going to be taken away by Burleson, and Nick Brown comes up from behind and draws the – or commits the foul. Brown looks a little frustrated right now. Just not like he's – the body language is not good, and uh, his teammate Alderson trying to get 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 five from him and get him back head back in the game. So we'll see what happens moving forward with number four. Burleson, quick three-pointer, hits it from the right side, and a timeout's going to be called by Mount Pleasant. 6.36 to go second quarter, and the Eagles up 10, 26-16 over the Tigers. We'll take another quick timeout. Be back right after this. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School. 6.36 to go second quarter. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant, 26-16. to 16. And Keevan Cooper will bring the ball up for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Going to work through a press here. Gets it over to Dole. 
Dole thinks about a three, doesn't take it, goes back to Cooper. Cooper now back over to Dole on the left-hand side. He pulls up from free throw distance range. That one is too short, rebounded by Burleson, going back the other direction, and it's going to be tipped, but picked back up by Campbell. He goes back up, misses the shot, but draws the foul. He'll go to the line for two shots. Yeah, it looked like um, Mount Pleasant had a bead on that ball, on that long pass underneath Summertown's goal. He just... Mount Pleasant player reached out to tip it and couldn't get enough of that ball. Summertown ends up with it. Up underneath the goal, puts the ball up, it gets fouled by Augustine. And it almost looked like that uh, the ball was going to go over his head and the, and the Mount Pleasant player kicked it back down to him, trying to grab it. Wow. Cole Campbell hits both free throws. 12-point advantage for Summertown over the Tigers of Mount Pleasant. Yeah, now Augustine's got to be careful. He's got three fouls already. Hunter Holt with the three ball. That one hits from the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah that's a nice stroke from the right-hand corner for Holt with the three. Makes it a nine-point game, 28-19 now. They actually, need to keep it in single digits. Hayden Holt on the three, actually. And now a throwaway by Leighton Shannon, who's entered the ball game for Summertown. And immediately someone comes off the bench to get him out. Coming in is number four, Owen Daniels. This is first entry into the ball game tonight. 28-19, your score. Cooper gives off Harden Hughes, and Hughes is blocked at the basket by Daniels, and it'll go back the other direction. Burleson goes inside Campbell. He lays it up high off the glass on the right side and gets it to go. 19-30, 5.20 to go second quarter. Cooper now drives the lane, and it's swatted away by Kurt Burleson. Yeah, Burleson, was, Burleson for Summertown was having none of that. You could say that. After the Mount Pleasant play, came in the right side of the goal to lay the ball, kind of double-clutched it, and on the, on the second clutch, Burleson came over and sent it. Now the inbound stolen away by Burleson. They go cross-court. To Campbell, who's under the basket, he puts up an easy layup for two, 32 to 19, as we tick under five to go here in the second quarter. Harden Hughes down low to McClure, he puts up a shot, that one goes. He used a glass, yeah, didn't he, go? There you go. He used a glass. It's his friend. There you go. Just like a layup. Burleson comes back down the floor, puts up a quick shot, no good. It's rebounded by his brother. He tips it up and in, in the air, and it causes Mount Pleasant to take another timeout. 4.48 to go, second quarter, 34-21. to 21, Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Stick with us. We'll be right back. At CSH, we know the sport of basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH supports all Murray County basketball teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School. 
448 to go second quarter. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant, 34-21, to 13-point advantage. Mount Pleasant working it around the perimeter. They go down low. Harden Hughes now to McClure down low, and Kakiri McClure, who's in with the ball game, gets fouled on the drive and will go to the line for two shots. Well, one of the things that's going to have to happen, Mount Pleasant's going to have to get a lot better about blocking off on the rebounds. Uh, they're not they're not putting a body on anybody right now. They're just trying to run to the ball and jump to it, and Summertown's beating them to that. McClure's shot goes in and out. Team foul-wise, home team Mount Pleasant has six, so that puts Summertown into one-and-one one on the next personal foul. McClure misses wow. both shots. Summertown's committed five team fouls. Burleson spins out, kicks it out to Campbell. Three ball from the right side is short. Might have been tipped. Rebounded by Nick Brown. Harden Hughes now going back the other direction for Mount Pleasant. Kicks it underneath, and it's taken away by Bennett, who's going the other direction. Bennett gives off to Campbell. Campbell in the corner to Burleson. Burleson down low to Daniels, tries to get a cut down to the other Burleson, and it's taken away by Hughes, and now Hayden Holt drives the lane, puts it up and in. Yep. Hughes made up for that errant pass, taking the ball on the Summertown into the court. Hayden Holt now intercepts another ball. He's driving the lane, puts up the layup to good. Two quick right-handed layups from Hayden Holt. Cuts the lead back down to nine. 25-34, to go second quarter. Back down to single digits. That's where... Mount Pleasant has to start to get back in this game. They cannot stay behind the uh, – hit the support they above get, They're the going to have to block out, not give them second chances. Fundamental basketball. Fundamental and I make mean, smart know. passes and just play collective. Fundamental basketball. Kurt Burleson misses the three back over to the Tigers. Cooper passes left side to Holt, now down low to Hughes. He puts up a shot. That one is no good. Hits the back rim. Rebounded to Kerry McClure. Put back good. 27-34. McClure. Jerry McClure looks great. I, I don't know why he's not starting. He does look good. Maybe he's better off the bench. Some players play better off the bench than they do starting. Owen Daniels goes to actually Kurt Burleson goes to the rack and draws the foul. <coughs> He'll get two shots at the line. 2.57 now to go second quarter. 27-34, Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Burleson's first foul shot is good. As Weston Pig will check back into the ball game for Daniels. Well, I tell you what, you can tell Derek Boyd is back in his... Yeah. <laughs> like in, 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 it's like he never left. Because he is back on the bench, barking at the players, barking at the officials, just like he always has. And a beautiful little, little uh, okey-doke scoop from Bennett Hughes right there Absolutely. to get this game down to a seven-point game. 29-36, 230 to go second quarter. Weston Pig setting up the offense for the Eagles. Pig will go cut to Campbell. Campbell tries to put up a shot. No good. Rebounded by Nick Brown going back the other way. Yeah, that was a poor shot it by was. Summertown. 
Harden Hughes now with the ball, and he'll get Block. bumped and fouled by Kurt Burleson. Yeah. I don't get Mount Pleasant into the bonus. Hughes will inbound. Harden Hughes gets it out to Hayden Holt. Holt for three, no good. And it's going to be taken by Kurt Burleson. Yeah. Hands off to Campbell, going back the other direction. They break the press. Mount Pleasant got just what they want on that inbound. He had a wide open three-point. Great look from one of their good, better three-point shooters that couldn't make it go in. Jackson Bennett comes back down the floor and hits a two-pointer. Lead back up to nine. Harden Hughes. He's double teamed on the paint, gives it off to Cooper, and it's blocked away by Gavin Burleson. I think I said Bennett Hughes earlier. I should have said Harden, Harden Hughes. Playing very well. Minute 30 to go, first half. Gavin Burleson with the ball at the top of the key, drives left side, puts up a shot, no good, taps it back, no good that time either. Rebounded by Nick Brown, speeding back down the court the other direction, and he's stripped by. Number 11 for Summertown, Weston Pig. Pig on the right side gives it back up to Cole Campbell. It looks as though Brown is kind of three-point by Summertown Bozeman right there. It looks as though as, as Brown's just kind of pressing the issue a little bit. Not letting the game come to him. And Gary McClure comes back down the floor and puts up another two-pointer. He's playing great. And Harden Hughes coming in to try and get the pass. Takes a hard foul right there. Commits one, rather. 51 seconds to go, second quarter. 41 to 31, your score. Summertown on top, and Jackson Bennett will now be at the line to shoot a one and one. Yeah, I think it's imperative that Mount Pleasant go in to the locker room at halftime with just. A single-digit lead by Summertown. Then it hits his first free throw. That makes it 11 point. I, I'm just thinking Mount Pleasant really needs to get this under 10 points by halftime. It would help them. Jackson Bennett misses the second one. And mentally. Under 50 seconds to go here in the second quarter, 42 to 31. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. I'd think about holding this for the last shot. Cooper gives off to Nick Brown. Brown takes a long two. That one's short, no good. Rebounded by Jaden McClure. Kicks it back out to Cooper. Cooper thinks about a shot, drives back. Now Jaden McClure from the right-hand corner. Three ball is good. There's your single digits. Eight-point yeah, lead now absolutely. for Summertown. That, and it's going to be. They get back on defense. Get back on defense. Tapped away by Holt, but a fight for the oh, ball. Timeout call. Timeout call. And a timeout's going to be called by Summertown. 17.2 seconds to go. 42 to 34 like, you, is your score. Can, we'll keep it right here. How do you call a timeout right there? What do you, what do you like, mean? I mean, the ball is like the ball. Loose. Well, it's still considered, even even though teammates are passing the ball between each other and they might not have be holding the ball, sure. if you're passing between teammates, it's still considered team control, and you can call a timeout between teammates. Now, an interrupted dribble? No, you cannot call a timeout during an interrupted dribble. So... 17.2 seconds to go here in the first half of play. 42 to 34. 
is your score. Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant by eight points. They inbound to Gavin Burleson, a deep three from Jackson Bennett. It's no good. Rebounded by Campbell. That one's no good. Now rebounded by Doyle of Mount Pleasant, and they'll hold. Give off to Hayden Holt. Colt now trying to break the press. One second to go. Half-court heave. No good. And that'll do it for the first half of action. Summertown escapes with an eight-point lead, 42-34 to 34 over the home team Mount Pleasant Tigers. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you in just one moment. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week. Sponsored by the Murray County Public Schools and Columbia Chrysler. And uh, we are joined at halftime along with Murray County Athletic Director Chris Pointer, Coach Paul DuBose of the Mount Pleasant Lady Tigers. And he's brought one of his star players along, Miss Ayana Jones. And welcome to the boys' halftime. Oh, we're going to call this, call this maybe the meet and greet, Coach, and just kind of talk about the girls' game that happened earlier. And, you know, I'm just going to give it, I'm going to give it to you like it is. You guys are in a – you've got a, a tough district, maybe one of the toughest districts in the state. You've got – uh, the, the south central part of Middle Tennessee, undoubtedly, for single A and double A basketball, is probably one of the toughest areas in the state. You've got Wayne County, you've got Summertown, you've got Loretta, and it just doesn't, coach, it doesn't make your job. I, I, I'm not trying to make excuses or anything, but it doesn't make your job any easier, does it? Let me see if we can get your mic up. Check, 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 check. Okay, check. how about, how about right. that? Well, if you get to work with the girls that I get to work with every day, it makes the job a whole lot easier. I won't tell you right now, um, I, we relished opportunity being one of the toughest, if the, the toughest district in the state. <laughs> um, it's just, here's the thing about it. Um, it's, it's a day-by-day process. 
Um, it's not just what we're doing here this year. It's what we're doing in the community. It's what we're doing on social media. It's all the things we're doing to try to build the program. It's just going to take time. And I was telling the girls before the game today, and Ayana can back me up right here, and Ayana correct me if I'm wrong, but I told them, you know, I never said it was going to be easy. And during the during the process, there's there's ups and there's downs, and there's some crazy parts. There's some messed up parts. There's some parts that you build, and you have to tear it back down and build it right back up. It just takes time. But we're committed to this. You know, I make no bones about it. I moved my family three and a half hours from here, you know, up to here to build this program up. I know it's going to take some time. But when I get to work with the girls I get to work with, I mean, they're the second best part of my day. The best part of my day is going home to my family there at night. But the second best part of my day is being with the girls. I truly enjoy. I mean, I have lost a lot more hair this year and got a lot more gray. <laughs> but there's some times that they have me rolling laughing because they're a great group of girls. Well, I know, I know, and, and, and I can tell by the way you talk about your players, they're your second family. I mean, you've got your first family, obviously uh, the, the ones that you're – married to and that, that you're related to by blood and by marriage but then you got your second family which is girls young ladies like Ayana and miss rogers your other point guard and uh so Ayana, tell us this it, 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 can you back your coach up on what he just said i mean he he kind of laid it out to you that things weren't going to be – this wasn't going to be an easy process, right? This was going to be a learning, a huge learning curve for everybody involved, including you and your teammates, right? Can, right. And so when – expound on that a little bit for us. Tell us, about, tell us about some of the things you've learned from Coach DeVos and what he's prepared you all for moving forward in this season. He basically is just telling us the truth, saying that – there you go. Okay. Okay. Saying go that no matter the outcome, don't give up. Okay. We know we come into the game is like we know we're gonna lose. We know <laughs> we know, but we know we shouldn't. But he t- constantly tells us if we play our game, that we will do way better as a team and as individuals. It's just like a learning process. We have a young team. We're only losing two, and we have time to build through like everything. And there's a whole off season. There's yeah. this, you know, the summer. There's, you name it. There's camps. There's, there's tons of time to get things turned around and get on the right track and get on the winning track. And not to say, not to say that you all go out every time, knowing you're going to lose, but that doesn't necessarily translate into your effort on the court. Do you, right. do you see what I mean, Coach? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and let you know right now. We. Um, it's hard. It's very hard. But we try not to focus on any results. We don't want to be result-oriented. Okay. Um, yes, I'm stealing it from my boy Nick Saban. We focus on the process. <laughs> you know, I'm just being tr- I'm being real. We very rarely talk about the outcome of the score right now. We do mention stuff like, hey, if we don't play smart basketball or we show the same effort, then the scoreboard's going to keep looking like it. But we have to keep focusing on – the day-by-day day, being consistent, coming back, and keep fighting, not giving up. Like I was telling our assistant coach today, you know, we're going to – we're not – we're going to keep our routine the same. We're not going to let up. And so it's just one of those things that's just a day-by-day. But um, I want I want Ayana to talk a little bit more. Um, she's been here 
you know, she's seen a difference. And so, Ayana, if you don't mind, just kind of talk more about the team a little bit. Coming through my freshman year, I didn't get much playing time. And then over the time, we built, my sophomore year, we built more chemistry. That's when we started knowing that it was a team sport. It was more of we than I. And or over, me, right? Yeah. We, we than me. Yeah. Okay. So it's like over the over the past season, it's been way different. We have people looking for each other. We have actual people trying to be as a team. Right. And despite us having so many coaches, I feel like as a team, we're still bonding. And, we're still getting together. And as an upperclassman as you are now, are you you're a junior? Correct. You're a junior, so you'll be a senior next year. But you're really one of the older older teammates on the team. So they look to you for leadership to set the example. And when these younger players that you have on the team, when they get down and down on themselves and upset because of a lopsided score, they look to you and you look to yourself and your other teammates that are lead that are set by lead by example to pick them up off the floor and say, Hey, it's gonna be okay and we're gonna be okay. You we have just to. have to work through work through and and stay the process like Coach DeBose says. Keep working. I won't tell you right Coach, now. Coach, Coach DeBose, she talked about you know the work that you all were doing in the community. Tell us tell us a little bit about what y'all got going on on Saturdays some of the things that y'all are doing and, and the impact in the community. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, tomorrow is our last session. We've had five Saturdays to where we've had over 50 kids here from 9 to 11 working on fundamentals and playing three-on-three basketball. We brought in an NBA player to teach them shooting. Uh, tomorrow we're going to wrap it up. We've actually invited the parents to come participate in the drills with us so they know how to help their children. But it's only Mount Pleasant kids that are coming. So we got 51 of here. Tomorrow they're going to get a shirt. They're going to get a basketball. They're going to get a pizza party. And it's just things like that. We're working on doing a shooting school in April to focus on nothing but shooting. And uh, we're going to get some of these girls playing some AAU ball. I'm going to tell you right now, Mark, right now, i got 38 seconds to say this, but 10 years from now, Ayanna Jones is going to be CEO of a company someday. Well, that, we couldn't be happier for you. And I agree totally that with you and the whole idea of where you start is with the younger adolescent kids moving up because they idolize and look up to players like Ayanna Jones. Oh, they do. Coach, they do. thank you. Ayanna, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Good luck moving forward in the season. All right, we're about 10 seconds into the second half of play here. 7.45 now to go in the third quarter of play, 42-34. to 34, And Jaden McClure goes down the floor for Mount Pleasant and puts up a right-handed layup, and that one's good. Cuts the lead down to six. Now Summertown coming back the other direction. Jackson Bennett setting up the offense at the top of the key. He'll hand off to Cole Campbell. Being worked on by Hayden Holt. Campbell goes inside to Burleson. Burleson puts up a shot, and that one hits. Turnaround fadeaway jumper from Kurt Burleson. A decent shot there. Stephen Cooper now back the other direction. Gives off to Nick Brown. Brown goes up towards the rim and puts up a shot. No good, but he's fouled, and he'll go to the line for two shots. 44-36, to 36, Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. 7.07 to go third quarter. Tell you what, Burleson's got the tr- the quickest trigger I've ever seen when he puts a shot up. Yeah, both those brothers fast. are fantastic. Yeah, and their sister, 
Yeah. Was playing earlier. Two sisters. Uh, both, there, there's two Burlesons sure, yeah. on, on the girls' Two Burlesons as well, Casey and, and Grayson. Okay. Well, there you go. That both got a lot of playing time in that game as well. So They might have a full-court basketball court in their backyard. There's definitely knows? some proud know. parents somewhere in, in the crowd tonight. I think that makes some, 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 some I don't interesting know. family games. There you go. <laughs> yes. Some very heated 2v2s in the backyard. 44-37 as Brown goes one of two from the line. Right now, Mount Pleasant's in a... Mount Pleasant is a man-to-man defense. This one goes out of bounds. It'll and stay with the Tigers. I don't know that's going to be on Alderson or on Brown. I'm sure Mount Pleasant hoping. It'll go uh, on Alderson. Alderson. It'll go on Alderson. And that's, four, that's, four for him. that's four for Alderson. He'll get taken out of the ball game. Harden Hughes back in. Just a minute and four seconds into the se- to the second half, and Alderson has to come out with four fouls. They get it into Kurt Burleson, and he drives through three defenders and puts it off the glass and in. And the lead's back up to nine for the Summertown Eagles. Burleson's got a little size to him. He looks to be about 6'2", 6'3", maybe uh, 180, 190. Hayden Holt, quick trigger on the three ball. That one's too short, no good. Rebounded by Cooper, and it's going to be chased out of bounds by Holt, but not quick enough is Holt, and he falls out of bounds, takes a hard fall, yeah. and it's yeah, going to go back over to Summertown. Yeah, he had to jump over two small boys singing the, in between the bleacher, bleacher sections there at half court. Not Weston as bad Pig. as we saw last Friday with the official tripped over a two-year-old at half court at Columbia Central and fell to the floor. Well, that's not good. No, it wasn't. Gavin Burleson driving on Hughes, kicks back out to Jackson Bennett, who takes a shot. That one too short, and it's going to be rebounded in a reverse layup from Gavin Burleson on the right-hand side. The, the basket bur- puts the it up in. Burleson. Yes, they're both fantastic. Harden Hughes yeah. now driving back the other direction. Up and under, goes high off the glass, no good. Tipped away by him. He'll try and save that one, and he does. Jaden McClure comes back up with it. And now back to Harden Hughes. 5.50 to go. Third quarter, 48-37. Summertown on top by 11. And Keevan Cooper will reset the offense for the Tigers. Yeah, Mount Pleasant needs to get in their offensive set, get a good look at the ball, get a good look. Free open shot at the, at the hoop. Hayden Holt drives the lane, puts up a two-pointer, and it rolls around and drops. Cuts the lead back down to nine. 39 to 48. Kel Campbell. Back into the front court, gives off to Burleson. Now he hands off to his brother. Deep three ball, no good. Rebounded by Jackson Bennett, and he'll bring it back up to the top of the key. Weston Pig now hands off Kurt Burleson. Burleson, long two, hits it. He's got a pretty shot. He does. Lead back up to 11. Harden Hughes drives the lane, right side, no good. Rebounded by Burleson, and it's going to be tied up with Hughes. Jump ball, going to go back. So it'll stay with Summertown. And coach, what's my old saying goes? Yeah. Harden Hughes uses the glass right there. That ball goes in. Tick under five to go here that's in the they, third quarter of that's play. That's why they call it a layup. Pig brings it into the front court. Gets it over to Burleson on the right-hand side, but it's taken away by Jade McClure going the other direction. He'll drive the lane, put up a shot. No good, but he's fouled. Looks like it'll go to Burleson. Yeah, he got shoved from the side, basically from the side and behind by number 32, Burleson. And McClure will go to the line for two shots. 
50-39, 11-point Summertown lead over the Mount Pleasant Tigers with 4.43 to go here in the third quarter of play. Jaden McClure, first foul shot. That one is up, rolls, and it's too short, no good. McClure's second foul shot. That one goes in and out, no good. Rebounded by Gavin Alderson. Gavin Burleson, excuse me. And yeah, he Drake was, was calling right there. Well, he was still backcourt status. He had, Burleson, I'm just going to call him num, number 32 Burleson, had front court status with the ball as he received the ball from his brother out of the backcourt. Then he threw it back to his brother, who was just coming across the line and still in the backcourt as he caught the ball and walked it or walked into the front court. So you got an over and back situation. Now Nick Brown drives the lane on the left-hand side, puts up a shot. That one is good. Cuts the lead back down to nine, and now Summertown the bad pass. throwing the ball pass. all over the place. Cole Campbell puts up a shot high off the glass. No good. Rebounded by Gavin Burleson. He's working on Hughes and Dole. Goes across the court to Owen Daniels being worked on by Holt. Holt to Campbell. Now down low to Pig. Pig with a fake. Now goes back up. Puts it up and in. And a timeout's going to be called by Summertown. 30-second timeout. 4-0-1 to go. Nine-point. Now 11-point lead for the Summertown Eagles. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you right after this. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Welcome back into Mount Pleasant High School inside of this week's Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. As Summertown with an 11-point lead over the Mount Pleasant Tigers. As Coach Long during that timeout was giving head referee Stan Vespi all he wanted about uh, one of his partners here on the court not blowing a whistle on the offensive end, Summertown's offensive end set. Nick Brown, long two, left-hand side, no good. It's going to be rebounded. Coming out of there is Michael Dole with it for the Tigers. He kicks it back over to Harden Hughes at the top of the key. Hughes will now kick over to McClure. McClure back up top to Hughes. Hughes for a three, no good. It's going to be rebounded, but not rebounded. Goes out of bounds and will go off a Mount Pleasant Tigers player back over to Summertown. Well, you can't say right there Mount Pleasant didn't have their chances. I mean, they... They had the, they not only missed two two wide open shots, the rebound fell right in their hands and they lost it out of bounds. Pig back the other direction, and he's going to go up for a right-handed layup. Shot's no good, but he's going to get the foul on Takiri McClure here. I think McClure took an elbow to the mouth or something right there. Definitely did. It looks like he went. It looks like he went straight up, but. Yeah, you can you can tell though Mount Pleasant has come out a lot more aggressive on the boards in this second half and, and attacking the passing lanes as well. Yeah. And they're getting some turnovers out of it. They just can't can't quite close the gap up yet. Pig goes one of two from the line, extending the lead to 12, 53 to 41, 320 to go third quarter. 
And Nick Brown will bring it back across the midcourt stripe for the Tigers. Brown being worked on by Shannon. Quick dribble on the left side. Puts up a shot and hits it. Lead back down to 10. Gavin Burleson now back down the lane. Right-handed layup, no good. Put back up on the glass by Campbell. That one's no good. Rebounded by Brown going back the other way. Nick Brown resets the offense. Kicks over to Dole. Dole fakes a three. Now drives left side. Puts up a shot oh, and gets that was, it. That was a nice shot. A little... Cole Campbell now back the other direction, fakes the pass, goes up off the glass, no good. Rebounded by Michael Dole going the other way. A lot of bodies on the floor. Dole back the other direction, misses the right-handed layup, and it's a loose ball. McClure now puts it back up on the rebound, no good. And now it's going to be tipped around, and a foul is going to be called. Let's see on who. I that believe it's going to be on, on Shannon. I think that's going to be on number 12. Number one. Number one. Goes on Dole. It's his first foul of the ball game. Michael Dole. 2.27 to go, third quarter. Eight-point lead now for Summertown, 45-53. Cole Campbell will bring it back up the floor. Takes it over to Gavin Burleson. Now back up top to Bennett. Cole Campbell now from the left side. Three ball, no good. In and out, rebounded by Brown. Back down the floor, passes it off McClure. McClure drives the lane, puts up a shot. He's fouled. Shot won't go, but he'll go to the line for two. 2.07 to go third quarter. As Owen Daniels is set to check back in for the Eagles. That's four fouls on Burleson, Coach, and they just they can't, just like Alderson from Mount Pleasant, they, they really can't afford to lose Burleson either. Either of them. Either one, yeah. He'll check out of the ball game with four fouls. McClure hits the first foul shot, cutting the lead to seven. 46-53, second shot from McClure is good. That's six straight points by Mount Pleasant. And now a six-point lead for Summertown as they kick it back over the floor. Owen Daniels goes inside the pig. Pig tries to put up a shot, no good. He goes to the floor hard. Yeah, that should be on McClure, number 21. It'll no, go against Dole. Gonna, yeah, they're going to get it him. He seems to be collecting all the all the foul calls right now. That could have easily gone against McClure yeah. right here. He's, got, he's the one that's got them to give, though. So. <laughs> yeah, so. he's only got yeah. two at this point. Yeah. Pig hits the first foul shot, 54-47. Under two to go here in the third quarter of play. Second shot is good. And it's back up to an eight-point advantage for the Summertown Eagles. Dole's ta Dole takes it down the floor, kicks it back up top of the key to Brown. Brown back over to Dole. Dole, deep three from the right side, hits it. Oh, beautiful. Well, that was that was two two giant steps behind the three-point that, that was an NBA range three-point shot NBA right range. there. Cole Campbell back the other direction, misses the layup. Five and it'll be taken game. back by Mount Pleasant. Brown will bring it up the floor. Kicks over Dole. Dole drives the lane left side. Puts up a shot, and it gets it to go. Dole is on a roll. Three-point. Coin that phrase. Three-point game. 52-55. Minute 15 to go, third quarter. Burleson takes a long three. Bounces off the back rim. No good. Rebounded by Daniels. He goes back up on the right side. Puts up a two-pointer and gets it to go. Five-point lead for Summertown, 
Minute to go, third quarter. Brown, long two, gets it. Nick Brown from the free throw line gets a two-point jumper to fall. And we're back down to a three-point game. Forty-five seconds to go, and it's taken away by the Tigers to Curry McClure. Now it's tipped out of his hand from the backside. Owen Daniels falls right to the hands of Cole Campbell, and a travel is what they're or a carry is what they're calling for. All the Mount Pleasant people, it was not called as we tick under 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter of play. Burleson being worked on by Brown kicks it over to Pig. Now back to Burleson, holding for the last shot. Pig dribbles, hands off to Campbell. Campbell being trapped by Brown and McClure. Dribbles back to midcourt. Gives it off to Bennett. Now Burleson, three ball, no good. Goes in and out. Rebounded by Takira McClure. Speeding back the other direction. He'll go up and almost jams it. My goodness, Takira McClure. He tried to send it home. He tried to send it home. And Coach Boyd, Coach Boyd is really upset and wants a foul right there. But he's not going to get one. He was mad at McClure for trying to go up and dunk it. In yeah, the first I place. Know, I don't know why McCoy just didn't lay it up and in. He should have. But if he had dunked it, I if don't he would have dunked it. Uh, and he, he almost did. It. He <laughs> got up there for sure. I don't know how much how much more these officials are going to put up. Bennett for three at the buzzer. No good. At the end of the third quarter of play, Winter Summertown Champions. holds on to a three-point lead over the Mount Pleasant Tigers, 57-54. to 54. Stick with us. We'll be right back for fourth quarter action. Oh, my goodness. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Welcome back in, Mount Pleasant High School, Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. Lewis Management alongside Drake Colley and Chris Pointer, as well as Mike Lyle. 57-54 as we enter the fourth quarter of play, Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. And Summertown with the basketball, they go inside to Jaden McClure, he misses the layup and it's going to be a fight for the basketball. Hayden Holt comes up with it, misses his shot, now Michael Dole comes comes up with the rebound for Mount Pleasant. He puts up another shot. That one's too short. And it's going to be tapped out of bounds by McClure going back the other direction. Mount Pleasant has to capitalize yeah. on three point-blank shots. And, hadn't, and didn't hit I any I mean, point-blank shots and can't make it go down. Could have cut it down to a one-point lead, but yeah. stays at three. Coach Boyd has to be sick. 7.30 to go, fourth quarter. Bennett kicks back out to Daniels. Daniels goes across the floor to Campbell. Campbell kicks over to Burleson on the left-hand side. Whoa. And a foul is going to be called on Mount Pleasant. Coach Long is still, 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 
Still going at it. Both coaches not happy Still, at all. Not with the officiating, no. Feels like their players are getting taken advantage of and fouled on every set. Burleson, quick two-pointer, no good. Rebounded by Dole, and he's going to stay it. in the backcourt and reset the offense. three-point game. Slow the ball down. Get into your offensive set. Get the ball up into your big guy, Alderson, 34 in the middle. He can back those players down and get a, get a good four foot, two foot shot. Nick Brown with a basketball, under seven to go. Brown, deep three, no good. And it's going to be rebounded by Holt. Kicks back over to Dole. Dole for three on the right side, no good. And now rebounded by Alderson. Alderson goes back inside, gets it to go and a foul. And a little hokey though. A little, a little up and under yeah. move right there. A little hokey doke, Chris and uh, Alderson. Yeah, a little whoopie doo scoop, up and in, and the foul. And another mini basketball another finds its way onto the court. Why they throw those things out at, at, at halftime? 56, 57, 6.39 to go, fourth quarter. And Coach Derek Boyd talked about it. I mean, right now Mount Pleasant sitting in the playing game. This is a huge game for them to better position themselves, getting ready for the tournament. Yeah. Alderson hits the foul shot and ties the game up at 57. 57, 57. Casey Blackwood now checks into the ball game for the first time for Summertown. Getting out of Daniels. This has all happened for Mount Pleasant's intensity. Campbell kicks over, Bennett for three, hits it. Bennett with the three ball for Summertown. That's one thing Summertown has is some assassins from deep. They got about two or three of them, and uh, you give shot them not room, count. and they're going to knock the bottom out of them. All right, so we had the three, ball was, three ball was good by Summertown. Then we had a push foul on Holt for Mount Pleasant, which gives the ball back to Summertown underneath their own goal. Oh, wow. And a three-point lead for Summertown. Kick it out to Burleson. Burleson puts up a quick wow. two, and the lead is back up to five points that quick. for Summertown. That quick. Happened in a matter of about two seconds. Brown with the ball, kicks over to Dole. Dole in the corner, drives the baseline, kicks out Alderson, and he puts up a shot, gets fouled, doesn't get the ball to go, but he will go to the line for two shots. Alderson made a real good move right here, had the ball underneath the ball. Head back. A pump fake. He got both Summertown players up in the air, and then he just went right through them to get to the basket. Absolutely. to go fourth quarter. Alderson, first shot from the line is no good. Those fouls also put Mount Pleasant in the bonus at this point. Second shot, Alderson hits. Cuts the lead down to four. And a timeout taken, 6.07 to go, fourth quarter, 62-58. Mount Pleasant on top. Stick with us. We'll be right back. 
I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School. Fourth quarter action here as the Summertown Eagles hold a four-point lead over the Mount Pleasant Tigers in their home gymnasium. Campbell for Summertown will bring it across the midcourt strike. He'll kick down low. Kurt Burleson who's back into the ball game, and he'll get fouled by Keevan Cooper. This is the shot, but it'll go to the line for two. Cooper would have stayed on the ground right there, wouldn't he? I think the whole play just was a little bit late. You know what I mean? I mean, I think he was just a, a half a step late the whole time, and I think that's why he left his yeah. feet to get in the ball because he was a little bit late defensively, getting over, moving over and defending Burleson on that shot. Burleson hits with his first free throw. Lead back up to five for the Eagles. Hits his second. Six-point advantage now for Summertown. Moses is going to get a breather right now as Coach Long brings him over to the over the bench with just under six minutes to go in the fourth, nursing a six-point lead for Summertown. 64-58, Summertown on top. Nick Brown at the top of the key, and a foul going to be called away from the ball. It's called on... Blackwood, 23 for Summertown. I think he was holding Alderson right there. Shouldn't that be one-on-one? No, no, that was a six. That was a six. Next foul, LB. I thought they already had six. I'm sorry. That was a 16. Both teams are now on the one-on-one. Two-point basket hit from Mount Pleasant. Cuts the lead back down to four. Bennett in the corner being trapped by McClure and Cooper. And a timeout's going to be taken by Summertown. 5.32 to go, fourth quarter, 64-60, Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Stick with us, but we'll be right back after this. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Welcome back in to Mount Pleasant High School. 5.32 to go, fourth quarter action. 64-60 Summertown on top of Mount Pleasant. Both teams are now on the one and one, so any personal foul constitute free throws. 
Mount Pleasant's really picked up the defensive intensity right well, here and, and been able that's to why they're back, back in, the in it. That's yeah. why they're back in the game because of their that's defense. Right. Summertown inbounds out to Burleson. And now Campbell in the corner for three. It's short and rebounded by Mount Pleasant's Alderson. And for the most part, they've taken care of the ball and not turned it over on the, in the second half on the offensive end. Much better job on the boards as well. Yeah. Much better job. Yeah. Nick Brown passes off to Keith and Cooper. Cooper working on Bennett. He drives the lane, now backs back out. Kicks over down low to McClure. He puts it up and in on the right-hand side. Cuts the lead back down to two. Gavin Burleson brings it back down the floor, kicks over to Kurt Burleson. Now over to Campbell, now back inside to Burleson. And a block's going to be called on Alderson, and that'll be his fifth foul. Well, right there, Alderson with four fouls should know better than to put the rest of his playing, playing time tonight in the hands of the referee. There's no reason to try to draw that block charge, right, or that, that charge right there. In that situation, and get, your hands, get your hands up and play good defense around the goal, and and not try to not try to flop into a in, into a charge call. And the ref kind of smiled because he knew. I mean, that was just horrible acting, right. bad position, but, and he should have had a block called on him right there. That was right. a dumb play. You just need to play good defense. Stop putting the official in the situation to make the call <laughs> with, with your basketball life on the line. Whether yeah, you're going to stay in the game or be out of the game. Right, absolutely. And he's out of the game because of it. Right. Burleson misses the free throw, stays at a two-point lead, 64-62, 4.45 to go fourth quarter. Look at that. And to carry McClure, his replacement, comes right back down the floor and puts it up and in, tying the ball game at 64. Gavin Burleson now drives the lane, puts up a shot. And a foul is going to be called on Mount Pleasant. One and one upcoming for Gavin Burleson. Fans want to travel. Well, I didn't see Coach. I didn't see Coach Long for summertime complain about that call. Now he might complain against the calls that go against him, but the call. <laughs> The well, calls are going in his favor. He's quiet as a church mouse, like most coaches are. Blackwood checks back into the ball game for Burleson. And Burleson, Gavin Burleson, misses his foul shot and now loses the basketball on the rebound. And a foul is going to be called on Burleson against Jaden McClure. And they'll go to the other end to shoot free throws. 4.28 to go, fourth quarter, 64 all. We got a ball game, ladies and gentlemen. We do. McClure at the line to potentially take the lead for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. I don't think they've had a lead yet tonight. First foul shot is up and good. They do now. 65-64, Mount Pleasant on top as... Kurt Burleson checks back into the ballgame for the Eagles. Blackwood comes back out. 4.28 to go, fourth quarter. Here's the second shot from McClure. It is up and too short. Rebounded by Campbell. Kick down the floor to Bennett. Now back out to Campbell. Go across the floor to Burleson. Now down low. Passes taken away by McClure to Holt. And now that pass is taken back and tipped around. And it'll go to Nick Brown. Nick Brown gives off to Keevan Cooper. Now to Takiri McClure, who goes up and puts it off the glass and in. I'll tell you what, this, if Mount Pleasant ends up winning this ball game, number 21 McClure to Mount Pleasant is my player of the game. 
Ball goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Summertown. But now as we go under four to play, a 67-64 lead for Mount Pleasant. McClure, 21, did not start for Mount Pleasant, but he came off the bench and has been the spark plug that has kept them in this ball game. Giving them a lot of energy. Three ball from Campbell is off the mark. And it's going to be rebounded by Jackson Bennett of Summertown. And now a foul is going to get called on Hayden Holt. How, how many fouls on the Burleson? 25. I think, really he's four. I think he's only oh, two on him. Oh, really? two. His brother, 32, 32 has four. Yeah, he, he, the 25 is not playing aggressive at all. And the I, defensive side, almost like he's got four fouls. I think fouls. His, his brother, 25, only has two. Uh, maybe three at the max. Pig to the line for two shots. Hits the first one. As Summertown's now in the double bonus. Second shot from Pig. Rolls around and drops. Now a one-point lead for Mount Pleasant. Cooper will bring the ball up the floor for Mount Pleasant. Being worked on by Burleson. Drives over to the right side. Comes out to Brown. Now back to Cooper. Cooper at the top of the key. Kicks back over to the right side. Nick Brown. Brown back to Cooper. Summertown in the man-to-man. Now goes inside to Curry McClure. Now over to Jaden McClure, who does a spin move in the lane, puts it up and in. That was pretty. Back up to a three-point lead for Mount Pleasant, 69-66, 3.15 to go, fourth quarter. They kick it down low to Pig. Now over to Burleson. Now back to Bennett in the corner. He drives, puts it up off the glass and in. Very nice. 69-68, under three to go here. Burleson falls, and it's tipped out of bounds by Bennett. It'll stay with Mount Pleasant. They get it out to Jaden McClure. They need to look for number 21. 21. Jaden McClure tries the lane. Two defenders on and puts it off the glass and in. The freshman. The freshman. Ladies and gentlemen, the freshman. And a timeout taken by Mount Pleasant. 2.44 to go. Fourth quarter, 71-68. Mount Pleasant on top. Stick with us. It's getting exciting, folks. We'll be right back. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Bodright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. 2.44 to go, fourth quarter here at Mount Pleasant High School. Tigers have a 71-68 lead over the Summertown Eagles. As Cole Campbell will bring it up the floor for Summertown. Kicks it over to P. Now over to Bennett, now back to P. They'll kick down low to Burleson who drives, puts up a shot, and he travels. And a turnover for Summertown will give it back to Mount Pleasant. Yeah, Burleson kind of kind of spun around right there on the right side of the lane and looked like he just kind of lost his footing and shuffled his feet a little bit. Back off for the wall. Jaden McClure working it back up the floor, gives it off Keevan Cooper. Cooper back across the floor. Hayden shot, Holt, three ball, no good. Gets his own rebound, comes right back to him. Kicks it down low, McClure, he goes up, off the glass, no good. And it's rebounded by Cole Campbell. 
Ah, Campbell is going to get fouled by Keevan Cooper right. on his way to the basket. 2.09 to go, fourth quarter. And Jalen McClure was just point blank range right yeah. there. And you got to be able to put that ball back up off the glass and then the hole. Yeah, he's, he's had to touch all game. He's had to touch all yeah. game. He's come up a little short right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and absolutely. Anticipating, anticipating the foul, he's short on it just a yeah. little bit instead of going on to his shot. Here's a foul shot from Cole Campbell. It rolls around and drops. Two-point game. Lead cut to two. We're just over two to go. There you go. There you go. Second shot from Cole Campbell is nothing but nylon. Cuts the lead down to one. 2.09 to go, fourth quarter. Mount Pleasant trying to inbound the ball. They get it out to Nick Brown. Drives it over midcourt. He needs to pass the ball off. And it's going to be tipped around, and a jump ball is going to be called. It'll go back to Summertown. If if you're Mount Pleasant, you can't go over the half-court line on the sideline and pick the ball up. You're going to get the double team, and then you're going to get a tie ball or throw the ball away. Under two to go, fourth quarter, and a foul on Burleson. He knew it was there before he even caught the ball. It's a beautiful pass. And that put Holt on the backside of Burleson, which is not a good place to be if you're Holt and Mount Pleasant. Burleson, a good foul shooter. Go to the line for two. First shot is good. Nothing but net. Ties the ball game up at 71 all. 154 to go fourth quarter. And this shot for the lead for Summertown. It's up. And it rolls out. It'll stay tied. As we are at 1.50 to go here in the fourth quarter of play, Keevan Cooper will take the ball back up the floor for Mount Pleasant, gives it off to Kiri McClure, who drives the lane, now kicks back out to Holt. And a charge going to be called on McClure. Wow, I don't know about that one, guys. Coach Boyd needs to be careful. Coach Boyd. You need to be careful. You're in a tie ball game with a minute 43 to go. And the last thing you want to do right here is put Summertown on the line and then give them the ball back. And also because of the technical file. Plus put yourself down in the chair where you can't get up and move around the car. That's right. Every possession is precious right now. Every free throw is precious. And you better not cost your team as a coach because of unsportsmanlike conduct technical foul. Pass from Pig to I'm gonna stand Shannon. Up. I guess I'll Casey join you. Home didn't know. We're just sitting down on the baseline up above the court here. And I'm going to stand up for this last minute and a half. It'll be Burles into inbound for Summertown. Tie ball game at 71 apiece, 135 to go. Cole Campbell will kick back out to Pig at the foul line. Now back to Campbell. Campbell will drive the lane, be blocked by McClure. And now it should be a jump ball, and it'll go back to Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant will regain possession. It'll be like, Nick Brown to inbound for the Tigers. Like Dope got hit in the throat. <laughs> but that doesn't look like he was holding it. I'm saying. Michael Dole bringing it up the floor for the Tigers. Gets it off to Nick Brown. Breaks the press. Brown in the right-hand corner. Goes down low to Keevan Cooper. Oh, oh, oh. And that's just an errant pass. Regained control of I by Holt. the last shot right here. Why not? You got a minute to go. Nick Brown drives oh. a lane, and oh, he'll draw the foul on Pig. <laughs> and a charge call. 
got to be kidding me. Uh, I'm on the other end of the court. Wow. Offensive foul on Nick Brown. That's three on Brown. Minute to go. Hold on, some on the court. Under a minute to go. Summertown with the basketball. Tie game, 71 all. Cole Campbell kicks down to Burleson. Being worked on by Dole. Backcourt cut. Pig goes up. This is the layup. Rebounded by Nick Brown. Going the other direction. Nick Brown drives the lane. Layup is good. Good by Nick Brown. Redemption, redemption, redemption. 73-71, 35 seconds to go, fourth quarter. Burleson kicks over Campbell. He puts up a shot. It's no good. Rebounded by Nick Brown, and a jump ball is going to be called. It'll be Summertown basketball with 29 seconds even to go in the fourth quarter of play. And a timeout is going to be taken by Summertown. And Summertown's got some assassins, so they really, really got to buckle down right here. Woo! Summertown had the ball right there on the left, right-hand side of the lane. I, I thought they might have shuffled their feet at taking an extra half step yeah. right there, but they didn't call it. And then Summertown got a wide-open look, wide-open look for the layup, and it just rolled out. And Contreras thinks it was too wide open. Yeah, I think, I think he, it, was, it, he was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it surprised the shooter who was yeah. so wide open. Yeah. It is very loud in this gymnasium. Rightfully so. And, you know, these two communities, there's a, there's a little bit of history between these two communities because only about 10 or 12 miles separates these two communities as Summerdown is just over the Lawrence County line in North Lawrence County. So once again, 73-71. to 71. Mount Pleasant on top of Summertown with 29 seconds to go in the ballgame. Both teams in the bonus. Summertown's in the double bonus while Mount Pleasant is just in the first 17 fouls on Summertown. So they're in the one and one. Summertown to inbound under their own basket. It'll be Pig. Gets it out to Burleson who puts up a layup on the right side. Ties it up at 73. More inbound play right there. Nick Brown brings it back up the floor for Mount Pleasant. Stephen Cooper, under One 20 shot. to go, fourth quarter. One he shot. packs One out, goal. sets up the offense, hands it off to Dole. Coach Boyd's going to go for the last shot here. Give it to ten seconds, the post. Ten, ten seconds to go. Keevan Cooper drives the lane, backs the out, the goes across the floor. Holt drives the lane, right side, puts it up and in. With one second remaining. And that should do it. They did. Timeout, Summertown. We'll see with how much time they put on the clock. I'd say about two and a half seconds. I'm thinking it was called somewhere between three and two and a half seconds yeah. because I looked up at the clock as yeah, soon as, soon as, as I saw. As soon as they got the rebound right there, as soon as they got the ball in, he was calling timeout. Yeah. So I'm saying it's up. There you go, 2.8. It was Hayden Holt with the left-handed layup. 75-73, Mount Pleasant on top with 2.8 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Mount Pleasant stormed the court. They've got everybody off now. Well, that, I mean, I knew. they looked up and saw zeros on the clock. They thought the game was over, so they're coming out to celebrate. So Mount Pleasant, clearing the floor. Mount Pleasant has to go the length of the court. They're not showing how many timeouts they have left, so I don't know. But Mount Pleasant, uh, excuse me, Summertown's got to go to the court. Down by two. 
I don't know how many timeouts they have left, but Summertown's used a couple at least in they, this second half. They got to be real careful right here. No technical fouls. No. No, no, I mean, technical calls. No, no fan do something stupid. He gets, he gets to run the baseline. It's after a score. It'll be pig to inbound for the Eagles. I've always thought about throwing the ball to half court and getting another timeout. And now a timeout going to be taken by Mount Pleasant. That's a that's a that's a smart decision, sir. Got to get the defense set here. Half court, but you got to have somebody. Mount Pleasant is athletic. They do have athletes. So if that ball goes up, you get the ball. You get the like ball to half court. Get timeout. The clock doesn't start until you touch the ball. So you probably could get two seconds, two seconds to go with the inbound the ball on the sideline in your front court, basically. Yeah, but to that get ball to goes up in the air. And you have two seconds to, to get a shot off. But if that ball goes up in the air, you got a lot of football players and some DBs right there, and you got some aggressive players. <laughs> I get it. So I I'm just it. saying, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening if they try to get it up yeah. like that. Well, the big thing Mount Pleasant's got to do is they, they, every one of their guys has to stay between their man and the basket. Sir. Make them shoot over the top of you I'm, to get that shot. I'm saying big 32 right here, Bolison, is the man they're going to try to get the ball to. Probably at half. Somehow, somewhat. All right, here we go. Pig to inbound. Gets it over to Bolison. Three ball from the other Bolison. No good. Mount Pleasant wins it. 75-73 is the final score as Mount Pleasant gets the win over Summertown at home. The come from behind victory. What a win for the Tigers. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Good basketball. Great high school solid game. Solid basketball. Right Congratulations to the Mount Pleasant Tigers. A good drop as they got it almost past the three-point line to Kurt Burleson, who then did a little lateral shuttle pass back to his brother, Gavin Burleson, who shot the ball, and it was off the mark. Zeros hit the clock, and that's how it will end here tonight. Mount Pleasant Tigers get the win, 75-73. And, uh, wow, that was definitely the most oh, exciting. Drake, you, you delivered on your promise there in between games. That one was definitely more exciting. Terrific game between two. A well, well-fought basketball game by both sides. Uh, Mount Pleasant went down by double digits yeah. there. And I pretty much got it. I'm going to be time. honest with you. I thought they were done at that point. Yeah, well, you, you said if they could get it back to single digits at halftime yeah. and they had it down to eight at halftime, they gave themselves a chance. And then the third quarter, they went down by like 12. Yeah, and but they came back out and put it. You can see the intensity level on their defense. It rose. It, it rose up. from out Pleasant. And it, uh, it gave Summertown a lot of problems. So congratulations to Coach Boyd, who filled in for Coach Crowder tonight. And we hope Coach Crowder is feeling better. Uh, I bet he feels a little. I bet he feels a little bit better right now, as the Mount Pleasant Tigers came out victorious at home against their neighbor from the south. That uh, is in North Lawrence County. That was a fun one. That was a fun game. Absolutely was. And and the thing about it was the resiliency of Mount Pleasant Tigers, just continuing to fight back. When you think that they're out of the game, they just kept being persistent. The two brother combos. The McClure brothers, I mean, just crashed the board, rebounding defense, and, and just t- hitting timely shots. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that was a big-time move on that game-winning shot. I mean, the, the body control. Absolutely. It hangs in the air. There's probably contact. 
kisses the glass. It goes in. It's huge. Mr. Holt, Mr. Brown showed up right when he needed to, right at the end. Yes. And then uh, to keep the tie, go ahead by two. Summertown came back down to tie it up 73-73. And then Mr. Holt came in from the left-hand side on the baseline, kind of double-yoked it. And up and off the glass. Why is that, Coach? Because the glass is your friend. Because the glass is our friend. Yes, it all in. All good. All good. Fundamental basketball players know that. Absolutely. And uh, so I guess that'll do it. Once again, a final score here from Mount Pleasant High School, 75-73, as the Tigers get it done here at home against the Summertown Eagles. Thank you for listening tonight to Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. For Mike Lyle, Drake Colley, Chris Pointer. I'm Lewis Maddox. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be right back next week for another very, very exciting game. I don't know if it's going to top this one, but another exciting matchup coming next Friday night, so stick around and find out who it's going to be next week on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. So until then, everyone be safe and have a great night.